Welcome back to the RC Scrap Pile Podcast. Tonight we're joined with special guest Adam Salt. And I've been pumped about this. I talked to him a couple of weeks ago and got all this set up. He's got some new stuff coming out and uh, getting ready to start off on a new venture. And man, I'm, I love to halfway be a part of it, you know, and maybe get a story out, maybe get some people uh, seeing what he's doing, man. Absolutely. Say hello, Adam. Hey, how's it going, guys? Doing good. Doing good, man. Glad you're able to join us this evening. We sure appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thanks. thanks for having me. I really, uh, really appreciate you having me on. Oh, absolutely. All, all I know is I'm looking forward to this uh, to this little adventure that you're on. Yeah. Oh, me too, man. Yeah, that's, uh, that's... I'll shift. I'll be shipping yours to you at the end of the month when uh, I start shipping them. Oh, really, man? Yeah. These heavy-handed guys won't know what to do. Uh, well, you're probably <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I do have a case of the heavy hand every, uh, every wait, now and then. Wait till you cover with tissue. Never done it. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's not that hard. You just you just have to make sure you don't crush the structure. That's pretty much it. It's not that hard. I, I've never done it, so it's going to be a new new learning experience for me. Which uh, you know, part of this is all about learning and learning something new, and that's you know, I'm looking forward to it. So while we're talking about it, Adam, so tell us what you got. What tell us about your okay, uh, so. Yeah, um, what I did is like I basically I started a little micro balsa laser cut RC kit company just because I felt that there was no one really doing it, and I felt there was a lot of people that could use or could want something like this since uh, everybody's stuck inside, you know, not like a it's not like a big build. You don't need a lot of space, uh, and it doesn't cost a lot of money, you know, and you can fly them in a the yard or indoors. You got a big enough space, so. I just I want people building again, you know, the hobby. It's starting to come back, and I really want to add to that space to give someone someone that's new or someone that's returning somewhere to come and build something small, maybe to start off, or just hang out in a small space with me. So what is the uh, – obviously it's RC. So and I'm, I'm sure you could do one free flight as well. What is your choice of power for these little guys? Um, so the one right now that I have that I'm working with, uh, I'm gonna, it's a high wing three channel. I'm going to re- release a four channel wing and then a low wing version, but it runs off of, uh, an 1103, 6,000 KV micro drum motor. Uh, everybody said they're two and three S and they won't work and I can't do it. So I don't know. I just did it. Uh, it's a one S power. It flies for like 12 minutes. It's funny. Now th- these are these are bigger than your than your uh, ultra micro like your uh, e flight the UMXs and stuff the brushless motors and those this mm-hmm. is this is quite a bit larger isn't it? Actually, it's the other way around. It's smaller. Oh really? Yeah. So this thing is all up weight of seventy five grams, seventy five seventy seven depending on how I have it balanced. And the the UMX stuff usually are right around the hundred hundred plus. So are you talking the yeah, same power system, or? Yeah. So what I, I've been trying to work with different manufacturers in China, you know, and some people that I know there, to, to find something that fits our space. Like we don't, the, the micro one S. There's not a lot there. There's, there's some for the brushed. You know, there's a lot of control boards for that. The old uh, UMX stuff, or the old Park Zone stuff. A lot of people use. But I didn't. I didn't want people to come to my site and find a kit and then go, "Okay, what do I put in it?" So I I sourced that. It's got a little 
It's actually a five-channel receiver, but it's set for dual ailerons on four-channel, and it's got a brush, uh, brushless five-amp speed control built into it. All in one brick. Yep, all in one brick. Weighs one and a half grams, and it has a uh, little JSD 2.0 connector for a tiny whoop. So any battery that runs on a tiny whoop can power these little things. Is it a, is it a one cell or two cell or? Yeah, it's a one. It's a one cell. Wow! Just like that, it, wasn't it? Isn't it like seven hundred and fifty milliamps or something? It's really small for like a tiny one. Three hundred. Three hundred. Oh, yeah. Okay. Three hundred. I get twelve <coughs> minutes, and when I land it, it's at storage voltage, and it's ready to be put away. Wow! Man, that's, I'm, that's what I'm talking about right there. <laughs> that's going to be fun. Sounds like he's done a little bit of research to kind of get this figured out, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, are you using like the linear servos, or is um? That... Well, I was thinking of those, but. I don't like them as much. I have I have a source for little tiny regular shaped servos, just a little rectangular one. Yeah, I was checking 1. out seven and two point two grams. Okay, yeah. Boy, that's little. I'm thinking about yeah, a nine little. gram servo. You know, the size of it. Well, this is and, about the size of seven of those. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like half the width of like an HS fifty five. Wow. So, I mean, they're tiny. Uh, they're, they're little guys. They're 12 millimeters long and 6 millimeters wide. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm looking at your big sausage fingers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about these big sausage fingers going, man, how in the hell am I going to do this? Sounds like I'm building clints. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, very well, possibly. You put the electronics in as you're building it, and the, the structure's all open. So is this an airframe that you've uh, designed yourself, or is it reminiscent of something, or, or what do we have? Um, it, this one is just my own design. I was, I knew I, I wanted to make something. I wanted to sell something, but I was like, I can't, I can't in good conscience sell someone else's thing. So right. I was just like, oh, I have to make my own now. So I just picked a wing cord and started going from there, using masks to. You know, figure out the nose and the tail and everything else. Now it looks the way it looks, almost like a little porter. And I've seen videos. It looks like it flies pretty well. It looks like your math was pretty on point. Right. It's, it's okay. It gets a little pitchy at low speed. It doesn't transition as well as it should. But, it, I mean, it flies. If you keep it steady and there's no, there's no wind, it, it's okay. But as soon as the wind hits it, it wants to put nose down a little. Sounds like it'd be great inside. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, do you do you fly indoors or is it just you know? Because that's kind of where I got my uh, experience with the stick and tissue stuff. Is here in Oklahoma City, we used to fly indoors in the winter months once a month when I was a kid. You know, rubber band, you know, stick and tissue mm-hmm. stuff, all the way to the you know the old penny planes and, and uh, ultra light stuff. You know, that flies for thirty minutes on a rubber band. You know. Right, no. That's what blows my mind. Yeah. But, yeah, right. I mean, you could easily fly it inside. This one's got a, a 26 and a half inch wingspan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No problem. So, yeah, it's that, little. It's got a four and a half inch prop on it. Uh, it it's, yeah, little one inch wheels. It'll be fine. It'll fly inside. I'm looking forward to seeing this deal. So, what drew you to it? I mean, were you, was it from building Gillow's kits when you was a kid, or uh, what made you? You know, yeah, I think, I think that's what's part of it. Like, that's where I started. Is You know, I started with a kilos, just a regular pull it out of a bag and slide the wing in it, you know. A friend of mine, a kid I met, I had one. Didn't even, 
never met the kid, actually, the story. I'm sitting on a neighbor's porch, and I see somebody flying an airplane in the park. And it, the thing takes off the ground, stops in midair, and turns around, and then it just flies away. And I was blown away. I was like, that's the coolest thing. And I yelled <laughs> real loud to this kid, like awesome or something, and he turns and looks at me, and he raises both middle fingers, and he's like, fuck you. <laughs> like, what? What's going on here? Like, I was oh, like, okay, serious. I, so I ran over there to see what's going on. And as I got closer, he squints. And he's like, oh, I thought you were someone else. I'm like, that's a cool plane. And from there, we were friends. And, you know, <laughs> hey, it sounds like some of our situations. Like, the stick and tissue, and then from there into RC. And it's just been a lifelong thing. I'm glad I'm not the only one that's good buddies with somebody that shot me double birds and said, fuck you. Oh, that's the <laughs> way. You know, I mean, yeah. that's, some of my best friends yeah. have turned out that uh, way. When I was yeah. younger, that was the international <laughs> wave, you know. You see your right. buddy going down the street, you're not going to wave to him. You're going to flip him off, yeah. you know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna, I, all my friends read bus balls, like, just growing up the whole time, so I'm used to that. Yeah, Larry's our resident ball buster. I mean, we, we all we all get a get a rib in every once in a while, but this guy's a pro at it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I grew up fat, man. I got a lot of practice. You got to defend yourself. <laughs> I think it had more to more to deal with growing up in Dale City than well, over here east of Shields. Maybe. Well, Adam, what kind yeah, of uh, – I grew up outside Detroit, but, yeah, go ahead. Oh, oh yeah, man. Detroit, yeah. yeah, you win. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's way crazier than Dale shit, City. You better be ready to back it up. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, man, uh, I've got to wonder, what does a guy like you do for a day job if this is, uh, if this is kind of your hobby and you've got all this mathematic equation stuff, figuring out how to make this really small light stuff fly and get 12 minutes out of it? So, like, um, my day job is I work in commercial flooring. I, uh, I run a sample department of a flooring company called Hero Flooring. And uh, I'll send you guys some water bottles. Let me know. We got some, uh, we got some water bottles we can't send out. There was an incident here one October you know, and they're a little insensitive. But I can tell you, you guys might like them. Heck yeah. Uh, Always. <laughs> uh, the insensitive thing, yeah. I can just imagine what it would look for. You'll like them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, I do, I do the commercial flooring. I run a sample department in the warehouse, just me and another guy, and, uh, and then our boss, the owner. And um, it's just something I've been drawn to. I like the little planes. I like being able to stop, like, have one in the car and just pull over to a park, just fly real quick and then jump in the car and head back to work. And as I got into the UMX stuff, I have I have a bunch of UMX planes. I keep the turbo timber in my car all the time. Uh, it's back there with a Mall M7, actually, the big ones. Um, so I, I wanted something my own. I started looking for other companies that offer an experience like I used to have growing up. Because I always wanted to RC every one of those. The first plane I built that was a stick and tissue was the Mr. Mulligan kit. And I think it was the Dumas Mr. Mulligan. And my buddy at the time built the Fig Monocoupe. And I always wanted that RC. And I couldn't because the technology wasn't there in 93. So fast forward, I was able to find the technology and just piece it together. Like I said, no one... Everyone told me the the motor wouldn't work on one end. It don't work. I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I there's a video of my plane flying for 12 minutes. Yeah, watch this. Yeah, it sounds like yeah, it works so, really well for 12 minutes. <laughs> it, 
Yeah, and they're like, that won't work with a four-inch prop. That's made for 65 millimeters. I was like, oh, okay. And I just kept, went about my way because I knew it worked. I've been, I've been running through motors. I made a UMX turbo timber before Horizon made one. Uh, they probably had it in the pipeline, obviously, but that the summer prior to that thing releasing, I figured out a way to put 3S in that thing so I could hang it on the prop. And you just got to drop the KV in the motor and you can stay under the over-amp protection. But there's ways to hack these things, I guess. So I just was looking for a way to build my own. I had modified that timber to here and back, and then I got I have a little jet, and I was like, I don't know if I want to. And I built a little balsa park jet, and I, I was like, I don't want to cover this yet. It's too good. I want to get back into Monaco and do it right. So I put that off and started building some Gillows kits and trying to mod them. And it's just a pain in the ass because they're not built for it. Right. You have to reinforce everything. You have to build. You just completely build the whole kit. I'm like, if I'm building the whole kit, why don't I just design my own kit or design my own planes and started building my own planes. And then Corona hit. And I've been talking about building this company for a year or so. You know, and my, my wife is like, okay. She just kind of rolls her eyes every time I talk about it. And then Corona hit and I got laid off. I was furloughed and told, you cannot come to the office, stay home. And I was like, well, if this isn't the universe telling me now's your chance to make that airplane company, I don't know what is. So I just doubled down and bought the laser, started designing. Man. It don't work that way, Clint. I know. <laughs> I didn't so, so Adam, we got you. We got you on Casey's phone doing this What's recording. That? We got you on Casey's phone, you know, doing this recording. And Clint decides to text Casey. Right no, in I, the I text both of you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I forward a message to you. That's why I have my alerts turned off. Casey will learn that one of these days. Yeah, well, I think you've done that one other time, well, too. We done, oh, yeah. We've done two phone-in episodes, and both times, Clint's like, hey, look at your phone. I'm like, uh, dude, it's over there. Right, right. Oh, man. So, anyways, uh, so on, on uh, are you outsourcing the laser cutting, or, or do you have Oh, a- no, I actually, uh, that's another hobby that I had to learn. It's like 3D printing, you, you it's like 3D printing was a few years ago. Right. I mean, if you don't, if you don't have a couple Gs to drop on a printer, uh, even, I mean, at least five to eight to drop on a laser cutter to get factory support, then it's like, it's like 3D printing was three to five years ago, where you get it and you're like, okay, everything's like open source, trying to figure it out. So, it's not, yeah, you guys know what the 3D printing. Oh, yeah. And man, with the laser deal and everything like that, you got one of these crazy bad boy like uh, forty watt crazy lasers and huge bed, or, or is it more of a smaller operation? Um, right now it's a small one. It's a forty watt with just a uh, like a sixteen by twelve bed, so it's not huge. Um, but I can I can cut everything I need. So basically, I I designed the kits to fit in a box right around twelve or thirteen inches because. It's cheaper to ship that way, and I can ship it further for cheaper, so people aren't paying crazy shipping costs. Well, so I, I, go ahead. that's part of the fun of that, too, is uh, just from my standpoint, kind of looking and listening in, is you're working with what you have to, yo, know, okay, this is the size cutter I have. So 
you know, this is a size box, you know, kind of to make it all easy. You know, it seems like to me with, with that size of cutter, you know, the smaller situations is what's going to happen. Well, you know, I mean, I could, I could cut larger, you know, full 16 inch sections, you know, pieces, put it in an 18 inch box, like some of the older stuff. But when I got into the shipping, it was nearly twice as much for just that little bit longer. I was like, how do I bring it down? How do I get everything down into this size? Yeah, shipping's weird like that. It's kind of tricky, you know. Just a scotch bigger puts it in that next bracket, which, you know. Yeah, and and when I was thinking about this originally, I was was thinking, if I can put three of these down flat and stack them six tall, I can put them, you know, in a box that's 15 by 12 by 12, and I can stack X amount of those boxes on a pallet if I need to. This, that's what I do for a day job. Right, right. Well, this guy put a lot. I mean, you can tell by talking. To, I mean, just for the few minutes, this guy has put a ton of thought into this. Oh, know? yeah, it's all his baby. It's, and, it's no. And something else I've noticed. I see kind of a trend, which I do an entrepreneur podcast as well. And uh, there's been a lot of new stuff that stemmed from all of from the corona. stuff that's going on in right. the world. Yeah. Yep. So here's a yeah. question. Uh, 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 go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, with, with the, I, I think Corona and everything, it's just the whole hobbies come back. It's starting to really come back, and people are starting to pick up the older stuff since they can't go out and buy the new stuff. Right. I, I think that's a huge part of what's going on right now is there's a lot of people building. You know, everybody's looking for a kit. And that's, uh, I mean, even us, you know, we're we're looking for stuff to build or stuff to put together or stuff to try. Yeah, cold weather's going to be here real right. a lot quicker than we think. You know, so, uh, yeah. and that's super cool that you took the time, you know, when shit necessarily wasn't going right. So, okay, I'm going to put this together real quick. You know, design it, make it work, figure out a uh, shipping solution, which is maybe the hardest part of the whole deal nowadays is figuring out a way to ship it's, it. It got them. Right. It's one of them, yeah, for sure. And it not get destroyed because I've gotten some right. large packages that you like. Yeah. Man, if this thing. Yeah, so I have small. Actually, I went to a company that makes shippers for like, uh, like the uh, box of a month club. I don't even know what it is. Like, you know what it is? Like drums subscription monthly type. or candles monthly. Yeah, like a subscription. And I found a package that is meant to be shipped as it is. So I can box the kit inside that. Okay. Here's a question, uh, Balsa Wood. It sounds yeah. like uh, talking to some other people with overseas, uh, you know, model manufacturer stuff. I guess balsa wood's getting kind of scarce. Are you are you having any they, issues? They it's getting expensive. Like I'm just new to it, so I don't have a reference point for what it used to cost. But I got quoted on a container, and it was it was uh, seventeen to twenty two grand. So wow. I don't know what that means in like relation to. Like what cost used to be. Well, I, I know, didn't that, know that out of my price range. <laughs> I remember, you know, last time I bought sheet balsa, you know, a sheet of a three inch by thirty six inch sixteenth, you know, using the eighty cent range. Right. It's oh, okay. Double now, paying, probably. Yeah, I don't even know that. where to get it. Yeah. I don't even know. I mean, uh, uh, what is it? Triple A balsa. Uh, balsa USA. Do uh, they sell sheet balsa? Yeah, na- national. Well, another thing you got to, yeah. you're probably trying to stick around what the six pound balsa area or are you concerned with the way yeah I, see the thing is with with micro rc i don't have to, to specialize with the 
super lightweight. As much as you would a free flight. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. um, Admittedly, I'm not right now weighing it end-to-end and marking it and cutting it and processing the pieces where all the heavy stuff is on one side. And I'll do that in the future, but right now I'm not. So, well, you could well, maybe do two different. You may be able to do two different kit. You know, it's obviously that's more cost, but you know, some people might want the, you know, more of a, uh, I don't know, like the elite right. kit or whatever, something right. that's been. Yeah, you know, I mean, in in the future, I'll I'll definitely get the lightweight wood and offer it that way as well. So if people want to build it a free a free flight, yeah. Man, you, I, that, it, it would it would work well as a free flight electric as it is. You could put a timer on it or Man, something. Man, uh, well, condenser motors. Uh, I, I, I used to mess with those. You know, there was the, uh, like the Tyco uh, slot cars, mm-hmm. the little slot cars. Yep. You'd use the motor out of that. Uh, there's a company, you ever heard of Peck Palmers? That was out of yep. Santee, California. They had a little kit that they had the coupler on there and the prop, and it was a, a capacitor. You just, you had a little charger that, charge this capacitor you know and yeah and you get i've lost many capacitors <laughs> yeah you get three or four <laughs> minutes of run well maybe two two or three yeah. minutes of run man good times yeah. but if they get up in that wind above the trees where you're flying goodbye. catch a thermal man she's gone yep. i've watched them fly like i flew in a park in the city and i watched it go up and i was like oh that's awesome and then it just kept going right over the distribution facility kept right over the road we're like okay <laughs> yeah. What uh? What covering are you using? Like a Japanese tissue, or is it just a standard tissue paper, or, or what's? What um, right now it's just a, a domestic, a standard domestic tissue. I think I'm I've... just ordering tissue left and right to try and find what I want and what people want. Like, like I'm I'm not like a tried and true free flight guy. I haven't been, you know, ordering Isaki tissues since. Yeah, I, I think I've got way. a big like, bundle of the good Isaki yeah, stuff from I know about twenty years ago. Stuff, still, but. Right now, with like it's cost prohibitive, and like this is this isn't contest grade stuff. It's right, just build right. Build it and fly it, and crash it and fix it, and build it and fly it and crash it. So, are you are you covering with like the glue stick method, or are you using dope and thinner? Um, right now, I'm just using the PVA glue. Like, I don't. Uh, I have some glue sticks. I the, the method's okay, but out here in the desert, that stuff dries super fast. Okay. So what I'll do is I'll thin down some white glue. Okay. Yeah, brush it on. And then run it around the edges and then get it on that way. And then just water shrinking it? Yep, just water shrinking it. I don't yeah. even need alcohol out here. Like I said, I'll teach y'all boys 13. something y'all don't know nothing about. Well, that and that's exactly – but that's exactly right. Well, I was tell- it's part of learning. I was part talking of- to Casey about it, and he was uh, – he said, I'm covering my Monaco. No, you I don't. said, no, you ain't. <laughs> <laughs> You'll quadruple the weight of that airplane. If you if don't you crush not- it. You will, yeah. 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 If you don't light, snap the wing. some yeah. lightweight coverings you can get. I'll work that into the story at some point. I, it's all just amazing to me, you know, because it. Uh, this is something that I've never done. You know, we've always uh, done bigger, bigger uh, scratch built stuff. You know, sixty size all the way up to hundred cc stuff. Well, the cool yeah. thing about this is you go to Home Depot, you buy yourself a cellulose ceiling tile, and a yep. box of straight pins, and build some, it. Yeah, Put some wax Absolutely. paper down yeah. over your plans, you got man. Got a roll, rolled plan in the box. You just roll it out, yeah. pin it down. Cool, man. man I, I saw out. that. I saw that post the other day on Facebook. You're asking people about rolled or folded plans. Rolled, yeah. rolled, rolled. Post, rolled. Uh, 
you know, that was a that was a lot of fun uh, kind of following yeah. along with that deal because, uh, you know, a rolled plan is great. That's the only way as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Like, but some that, people like, I said, like that's them how folded. I grew up, you know. Like, I, like, I went from that big or that, uh, that Jim Ass, uh, um, Mr. Mulligan, and then my next plane immediately was a Great Plains PT Electric. Like, uh, I had helped my dad in between that. He bought a, uh, what was it? He bought a, a senior telemaster on consignment at some hobby shop. He stopped that on the way home from work. And that was the catalyst for all of this, really. And it was covered in silk. It looked like a 70s, uh, like, lowrider with the crazy paint. And it had our Canby 60 up front and tail dragger and, like, eight pounds of lead shot and epoxy. The guy said it never flew. And we looked at it. We said, yeah, fair enough. Like, the Canby 60 is not going to get this 11 to 12-pound airplane off the ground. Like, so we stripped it down. We recovered it in Monaco. We put an OS-91 on the front and put a uh, tricycle gear on it. And that thing was amazing. Eight-foot wingspan. We flew that the pants off that thing. Uh and then I went to electric, and I bought, built that PT electric and flew that. And uh, friends and I tried to strap camera on it and, like, a Sony Handycam and wrecked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've, de- we've, we've definitely put cameras on stuff and wasted. <laughs> I've, I've been trying cameras. to put cameras on stuff since I was a kid. So when, when I saw FPV, like, I got out of the hobby probably 2009, uh, different friend of mine had passed away and i was just like me and him were really big in the hobby we were building helicopters left and right we moved through like the old gws helicopters the pico stuff oh yeah i still got a box full of that stuff yeah the the light machines with the the 049 on it or the 074 and then we got uh we made our way all the way into uh the line 450s we had and then when he passed away i kind of just and wintertime hit, and I needed a truck, so I traded it for a truck. And then I <laughs> got out of the hobby for a few years. Yeah. Man, that's a that's hell of a trade right, right there. Yeah. I traded for a 91K Series Blazer with the claw attachment. Wow. I mean, that's probably a pretty decent truck. <laughs> yeah, it was a decent truck. It was. It got me all over. I bet you wish you still had it today. I bet you still wish you had that today. Those things bring all kind of crazy money around here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but here in, the, in Vegas, I don't really... With the traffic and the heat, like, I'm cool in my Subaru. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd imagine. Subaru? What kind of Subaru are you driving? Uh, Forester. Okay. Turbo. Kid across the street from me has a, and it's not the WR, what's the Impreza? Impreza. WRX yeah, is the hot rod. It one. runs like 10 seconds, quarter mile. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. nasty. Yeah. Those things are racing. My, my car has the same engine, but it's way everything's detuned. Detuned, yeah. It gets me where I need to go, and I fit airplanes in the back. That was the whole reason I got it. I was like, I need something I can put airplanes in the back. This little car's not working. Well, man, those all-wheel drive ones, they will absolutely go anywhere. I mean, they're, they're little yep. goats, man. Yeah. They're fun, yeah. In the wet out here, everybody drives like it's snowing. They don't know what's going on. <laughs> there's, there's an accident on almost every freeway exit. When it rains here, and I'm not, rain. I'm not saying that like hyperbolically. I mean that it's really bad. People don't understand how the conditions of the roads work. And but my car, like I hit the gas and it throws everything out of the center console. I'm like, oh, wasn't ready for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> still hooking up. Yeah, picking up business cards off the floor. Like, oh crap. Like, so. 
So is the wing on this thing, is it removable or is it fixed wing? Uh, is it, does it rub um, band on? Or? The little red and white one is glued on. But the design after that, I have little dowel rods that you could post and try and rubber band it Some on, rubber bands, you know, yeah. Yeah, some little yeah. hair tie rubber bands. That way band you can get in there and mess with the electronics. Because I put like acid, or, um, like acetate sheets, like mylar almost, for windows. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. So, so how do you how do you service the battery? Is it in, like in the bottom of it, or where's where's the battery at? Yep, it's straight on the bottom. I have a I just cut a slot the width of the battery, and the new design actually has a magneted hatch. So it's gonna have a little lip. You can just pop it out and put the battery in there, and you Very can put. Nice. Well, I'll see when the new one weighs out, but this one you can put up a twenty one gram battery in the front. So twenty one gram one S, like a five hundred or five fifty. I just happen to have a whole bunch of those. Right. That's what I find that little Could, helicopter. So if you, 20 minute flight times? <laughs> I mean, if, if you get 30. 12 minutes out of the 300, you could probably get 20 out of a 500. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, I can't wait to get down there in our little auditorium. I say little, our oh. big auditorium down there and give that a go. So, what, what protocol can, is your, uh, is it going to come in Spectrum and Futaba and all that, or is it Spectrum only? Or? Um, I don't know if I, I don't think I can get Futaba, but I get uh, Fly Sky, FR Sky, and Spectrum, or the DSM, anything that runs that. I yeah, man, I'm going to have to borrow a radio. <laughs> Everybody needs a Spectrum just for this stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I thought I had one, yeah, but it went by the wayside. The Spectrum ones cost more, but I'm not charging people more. They just cost me more. But, you know, everybody here flies Spectrum. Yeah, I mean, we got... You know, there's a few of our guys in our our group that fly the higher end spectrums, and they don't seem to have problems. But friends don't let friends fly spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've, I've never had a problem, and honestly, the distance you're going to be flying the thing. You know? Right, and that's just that's my point on this spectrum. You know, like the little bind to fly timbers and all that. Mm-hmm. It's perfect for that, you know. Yeah. And uh, I may still have a spectrum radio laying around. I just can't remember. I bet you do somewhere. Maybe. Boy. I just have have a multi-protocol module, so I use whatever. So you're you're mainly probably flying like a Tyrannus or an FR Sky setup, aren't you? Yeah, I have a a QX7, and I have a DX6, and I have a Fly Sky I with an FSI6. Yeah, I've got got, uh, an older uh, Fly Sky. I can't remember what. Man, it was the one with a touchscreen on it. That's one of the first radios I ever got. And, wow, uh, a touchscreen. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a really nice. Yeah, a little Hobby right King now. special, you know. I, I think it was 120 bucks. It talks to you and, and it, everything. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And then, did, uh, it, did it have that vertical-oriented touchscreen? It did, yep. That's it. Yeah, okay, I know. That's like the I-10 or something. Yep, I think that's it. And, you know, and receivers, you know, big 12-channel receivers are like 20 bucks. And everybody's like, I can't believe you're flying that on that radio. I'm like, I didn't know any better. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I, well, it, it works see, just fine. Knowing yeah. better, like, <laughs> Fly Sky is a great protocol. Like, right. it's fine. It's just what I don't. I don't know what it is that people have issues with them. I've never had an issue with them. Like, they have a pallet in. Have you ever seen that thing? That P18. Yes. Yeah, that's a good looking radio. Like that is an amazing radio, and you see, I'll see pictures of people standing next to their twenty five thousand dollar turbine jets. Like, they're trusted to Fly Sky. And it turns out Fly Sky is the fastest protocol on the market, like three milliseconds. Wow. See, I never knew that. And I mean, I, 
The main reason I switched to Tyrannus or, or, you know, I've got a QX7 and then I've got a XD9. And the uh, mm-hmm. main reason I switched to those because I was into quads. And that's what all the quad guys were running. And they made the smallest receivers so you could get those into those little quads with no issue. Cheap, they had the cheap yep. uh, telemetry. Yeah, yeah, and telemetry and yeah. the radio yep. talk. I did you. the same thing. I moved it like I, I hit the channel max on my DX6. And I was like, okay, what do I get next? So I just got a QX7. And that gives me everything I need. My that X7 is actually a nice radio. For, that's pretty for much hundred bucks. That's I, what I'm using pretty much exclusively mm-hmm. right now. Which I uh, like. my next one's going to be the either the Radio Master or the Jumper, the T18. Right. Those are those have hey, definitely got my speaking attention. Speaking of Radio Master, I saw that uh, Buddy RC. Yeah. Either announced they're getting them or they have them in stock. I think they just they just got them back in stock. Yeah, they've got oh, the yeah. 16 those channel. Are nice. Oh, yeah, I see those guys, man. That's what I want to be one day. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they got a lot of cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, even, like, even want to have a nice beard like CJ. Like, <laughs> yeah, that I, guy. Mine's yeah. okay, but his is, like, his is glorious. <laughs> I watched those videos, and I just look at his beard the whole time. Oh, I'm sure he loves that. <laughs> Watch the airplane, well, not the beard. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming for him. I've tried to do it, man. Mine all gets Joe Dirt and White trashy, man. It just doesn't work, man. I got to keep it slim and trim. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you can do it, do it. If you can't do it, please don't do it. Right. That's it. Give me till December. I'll be right there with them. You probably already got all kinds of uh, what do you call that beard? Uh, oh yeah. Uh, you uh, got to, man. Should have dried it out. All soft and you know. Nah. Yeah. You got that, to. That's way... actually, I do not. See? Oh, he, he's he's busting my chops. Yeah. He just mad because all he can grow is a goatee. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we, we we've been down this road. You saw me like two weeks ago. My shit was like down here. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, no, I, guess you're no right. I can't do you'll, it, man. That was silver fox. You'll grow up to be a real man one day. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, he's already he's an old man. His shit's white. He's got a white beard. Uh-huh. It's getting there. Yeah, I got a white streak in mine. I just turned forty last month. Oh well, yeah. Clint's <laughs> right behind you. Oh yeah, April. It all goes to oh, tell yeah. him, hey, it's a brick wall when you turn forty, isn't it? It is. It's something else. It's <laughs> not a brick wall, but you know when you go through it, you know you went through it. That's yeah, that's <laughs> ah, just another day. <laughs> the other side is the eggs are different. You're like, I'm like, why can't I stand up without like <laughs> making an event of it? Yeah. <laughs> First four steps are more hobbles than they are steps, you know. <laughs> Man, I've been getting home late in the evenings here lately. You know, kind of been working, burning the midnight oil, and uh, I don't want to bother my wife. She's got to get up and go to work the next day. Sleeping on the couch is not something I can do anymore. Man, Ain't I wake up, I can't move. Buddy. I wake up, I can't move. Yeah, you are not 25, man. No, I'm not. Dude, and I lived on a couch. You, you remember that uh, movie Half-Baked or whatever, the guy on the couch? <laughs> the guy on the couch, That yeah. was me. <laughs> man, I, I'm, I'm to the age and to the point where power goes out, I wake up because my fan goes off, and it's over. <laughs> I, I got to have my creature comforts, man. Man, speaking of creature comforts. I got a comforts, storm I, I got to have it. <laughs> right. Something that I was totally oblivious to that my wife picked up the other day that has changed my life. Is a weighted blanket. Oh, I've been telling, I've been wanting one so bad. I got one for like Christmas oh, last year. Man, I didn't even know. And dude, this thing seriously, you can work out with this. If you go to pick this up, it's gonna yeah. hurt your back. Dude, I think mine I bet it weighs 30, 40 pounds. Mine's like sixteen pounds, and it's just it's not a it's a 
throw. It's not a, like a bed-sized blanket. Right. Mine's like a bed-sized blanket, and it's I like to pick it up and take it to the couch like I did the oh, other. Yeah. That might have been what hurt my back. Yeah. It might not even been the couch. I like to ball it up yeah. and throw it at my kids oh, and stuff. Oh, God, dude. Man, <laughs> might, might kill you, like man. Like a medicine ball. Knock them over. <laughs> oh, real quick, fast, in a hurry. <laughs> yeah. I want one of those bad, though. Well, man, it changed my life. That that in uh, 66 degrees that night. That's how you sleep best. That's, well, we keep it 68 in my house. Yeah, I, I would and, say uh, mine's right around that real close. And I'm so... Uh, I keep it at 68, but my air conditioner's whack, and it just overshoots from ours. Yeah, yeah, I'm so acclimated to it. If it's 71, I'm going, Jesus Christ, what is going on here? What's going on? Right. <laughs> Sweating at 71. That's how it, man, that's how it is in oh, my yeah. place, too. Yeah. People uh, come to my house, and they're... Yeah, all they do is complain. Uh, you've not, you've never heard me complain once about being at well, your house. You're a big boy like me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> My think, mom comes over. She don't stay long. <laughs> <laughs> what I think is funny is when we're hanging out at your house and you come in from out, you know, bringing something from inside out, and it instantly has condensation on it. Right. I mean, it's like instantly like, dude, what is this, wet? And you go, yeah. oh, man, it's just cold <laughs> it's in been, there. Been yeah. in the cold, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all part of the fun. So, uh, Adam, what so, else uh, do you fly? Do you fly any uh, gas stuff or electric stuff, or are you pretty much mainly the the smaller micro stuff? Well, right now, right now, I'm pretty much the micros, kind of focused on that. I have, uh, I do have some larger stuff. Like I said, I have the E Flight Mall M7, uh, like one three or one four, sixty inch wingspan, and that in the back of the car. Um, it needs parts. Actually, I it off a light post. Um, <laughs> Man, I wish you were yeah, in Oklahoma. That'd have been that'd have been yeah, that'd been good for the stole drag that we're yeah. going to tomorrow, man. We're kind of pumped on that. That mall would have been good for that. That would be. It's a chunky boy, but man, it, I love flying that thing. It flies so good. Um, I imagine on four S it'd be a beast, but I just like flying it on three S. I'm a, I like to see it fly around. Uh, I do I'm, loops and rolls with it. It's fine. I, I came to a conclusion game. for the stole drags. I think uh, I, at first I thought four S was the way to go. I think 3S might be might be the answer. Well, you have to work tomorrow. Yeah, so you're I, going. Got, I got hosed out of that deal. But yeah. Well, it yeah, all depends I, on how you prop it, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, that, it's, that's uh, true, too. I, there's a lot more to that than uh, I, I think people are realizing how – you don't just fly it down there, turn it around, and come back. That's not how that's going to work. Well, <laughs> and then add the anticipation to trying to win – Right, you know, right. You gotta yeah, have you the nerves of steel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in my RC car racing days, man, I could sit there and do laps on the track all day long. That that bell rings and you're but going somebody with, chasing yeah, you. Yeah, with see ten how other people. You are. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a game changer. <laughs> and this is going to be the yeah. same way. I mean, it's it's one of those things that you're you're actively having to fly this thing, and you're trying. I mean, it's it's way tougher than than I would ever thought. And it would you're be. wanting to keep as low as possible, right? You know, it's it's, and I'm no 3D guy, but I really think you know ripping it down like high alpha, just kind of. Oh yeah, just a straight harrier, just, yeah. just a harrier down there. The, I think the you're guy right. that's going to get down there and stop and turn around, and come back is the one that's going to win. That can do that, you know. Right. I don't think it's going to be a speed game. Not uh, not not in my uh not not in my uh, class. It's going to be a smooth game. That's the thing. Yeah. I think that the, somebody with more power might have a bit of a disadvantage because they're just going to crank it. You're absolutely you know, right. Off to the yep. side, they're going to have to correct. Smoother power might be what wins it. Oh, I, uh, there was a guy that post asked, uh, asked, wow, I sound like I'm two, yeah. <laughs> that uh, asked if this airplane or uh, apprentice was legal today in the 
event. And it is very much, very much legal in the in the in either category, really. I mean, you got unlimited or stock. Oh, it's stock. It's stock. You know, well, who's to say you can't fly a stock airplane in the unlimited class and and beat the pants off everybody? Exactly. You know? But he asked if he could fly an apprentice. An apprentice is a tricycle geared airplane. And I saw that post, uh-huh. and Bernard. I, yeah, uh-huh. I think you might uh, he's on be to onto it. something there. He's on to it right there. That guy, he he's going to show up and have a hell of a time. He's going to get it. I, I, that's where my money's at is right there. <laughs> I'm just telling you. The only, the, the, the only disadvantage I see is those collective guys got a lot of practice on this. Ah, I, I don't think practice has anything to do with it. They've been practicing by themselves. Right. You get somebody chasing you. You get somebody chasing you, the game changes. You get two airplanes side by side. And I'm not saying they hadn't been doing a little of that, but, you know, you get two airplanes side by side, there it is. And I'm bummed that I'm missing it, but I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. If y'all let some helicopter guys beat y'all. Hey, let me tell you something, Ricky Bobby. If you ain't ain't first, you're last. (laughs) And I'm going to run my own race. So That's it? Yep, that's it. I'm glad I'm not flying. I have to play announcer. That's gonna be entertaining in itself. Oh man, I got this guy like a like a boxer. <laughs> so Mike. Are, are you flying the, uh, the the bobber there, Casey? I man, no. I would love, dude. I, I haven't even got the filament to print that thing yet. I I am jacked yeah. up about doing that. I'm trying to figure out what colors I'm going with, but I've got a. Uh, I know it's hilarious when you posted that. I was like, oh, I got a plane I never printed. Here you go. Yeah. I won it in a contest. It's funny because my wife laughs at me all the time because friends of mine would be like, hey, you won, and I'm like, what did I win? Like, I don't remember entering anything. Right. It was months ago I entered something. I've got a couple airplanes. I've got two, two 3D printed airplanes I won that way. And then uh, some other old, like, I don't even know what it is. It's, it's a Tech One Hobbies 3D FW Corsair airplane. It's, it's don't you really have that pure. one? Man, yeah, I did. Range. That was I think that was one of the ones that we gave away for uh, and Duncan and Duncan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the tech one. They're nice. Well, man, it was so awesome. You sent me that, and I I have this strange infatuation with the the, the bobber. You know, <laughs> that that savage oh, bobber. Nice. I I I love that aircraft. I've mentioned on many occasions, like, man, I want to build one of those. Actually, I want to build a real one. Is what I want to do. Oh yeah. But you know. I'm not familiar with well, it. Well, the Part 103 one, then you don't have to get a license. Right. Well, you know, and that's probably the route I'll go because I don't know if I'll ever go get a license. But, <laughs> but you it's ever a- heard of you ever heard of Badlands Aircraft? No. Apparently, I need to check that out. Check them out. Uh, I think his name's Chris Jewell. He's got a cool uh, little Part 103 plane that looks like a real airplane. I imagine if you take the take the covering off the tail and leave it exposed, it'll look like a little bobber. Yeah. Kind of looks like a, a cub with no. Uh, I mean, that's basically with what the it truss is. fuselage. But yeah. man, think about you like. I mean, I think like I'm. I like old school Harley bobbers and everything oh, yeah. like that. I saw that air. It, man, it's kind it of reminiscent yeah. of some of the same stuff there. You know, that looks like some good uh, backcountry stuff there yeah, too. That's it. I am in. I want to do that so bad. Have you looked at the file? What's the print time on it? I wonder. Uh, there's a lot. Probably. There's a lot. 30 hours. Oh, yeah. There's oh, a that's lot. not as bad as I thought. I, I bet it'd take, if you were printing pretty consistent, I tell you, I bet it'd take you a week to get everything printed out. It's probably 30 hours per set of pieces, actually. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, that's, but, that's a little different then. Right. But <laughs> it's going to be different. It was pretty cool, though, because it's all, uh, man, they, he's got it all sliced up and everything to work with uh, Cura, which is the, the main 
one that I think most people use, and that's the one that I've got that, that's available to me. Oh, nice. So, I'm, man, I'm jacked. I'm still trying to figure out what colors and all that stuff. All I've got some ABS right now, and I don't know um, some of the some of the way that that stuff prints. I think PLA is is the way to go. So I'm trying to pick out yeah, PLA don't, colors. Don't do it black. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay. do you do you belong Probably to any flying green or something? I don't know. Do you belong to any flying clubs there in uh, Las Vegas? Um. No, I'm an AMA member. I I just. I don't know. I fly at different fields. Our fields are weird because they're like county parks. Okay. So you don't have to be a member of the club. I, I'm probably going to join one or, I don't know, there's three or four clubs, so it's like picking which one I want to join. Kind of and a where rebel. Where I fly and where I feel most welcome because there's that, you know you know what it's like being a newcomer to a new field. Oh, so yeah. There's... We'll look at, there's always a couple old guys who look at you what you're doing. <laughs> you know? they, don't, they don't say hi to you. They look at you and say, where's your A&A? Yeah. And you're like, oh, I was just coming to show you my airplane. Like, I'm not actually here to fly. Like, right. Yeah. There's, I guess, there's a couple of those in every field, I guess. Right. Yep. I guess I try and be uh, as friendly as possible, especially if I see somebody with a new airplane or, you know, somebody I don't recognize dragging an airplane out. Yep. That's the first thing I, I try I'm, and do is go have a conversation. Way, absolutely. I'm, I'm the same way on Facebook. Like, I see someone post an airplane, I'll be the first one on there saying, great job, fantastic, can't wait to see it fly. Just because I want to, you know, I want these people to build more. And the only way to get people right. to build more is encourage them. Uh, you, you said Las Vegas, right? Yep. You know who he's close to? Oh, yes, he is. Oh, I'm he's not sorry. that close. Rod's a little further than north. You know, Rob, he knew exactly who you're talking about. That's awesome. No, man. I listened to the show, and I've been yeah. seeing all of his work on Facebook for a while now. And I saw he's out of Reno, and I'm like, man, I'm like that guy. Oh, but yeah, he's in Nevada. Stuff, he, he drives a truck to Vegas every night. Yeah. That's, oh, really? That's funny. Maybe I'll, uh, I'll meet up with him sometime and give him a kit when I take the picture. Oh, he'd love it. <laughs> I absolutely assure you he'd love it. Well, I mean, it's a little, it'll fit inside the wing. You know, in between ribs on one of his planes. Like, I don't know. And I understand that, but I I think he would fully, fully understand the gist of it and uh, fully, I bet he would build the kit and enjoy it. I think he would. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Just because he he shows a lot of big stuff, I I think he's got a heart for for some of that smaller stuff, too. Anybody that flies has been at home, eat dinner, and you go outside in the evening after dinner, you're like, holy shit. Right. It's perfect out here. Well, guess what? He's got the perfect airplane. He does. You go grab it. You, you take three batteries out there with you. Hour later. And, and three batteries out there. You're flying in the dark. Right. But, and, right. And, and when you're talking batteries, yeah. you're talking what? Four or five dollars a battery, you know? Right. Um, the ones I'm using are like eight bucks, but you can uh, use. Still 30 bucks. I, for some reason, I have like, I have the best tiny loop ones. I don't know why. Not like HV. Uh, you know, I can't run HV through the board. What brand so are you they? You can the, get them like five bucks. What are they? The ones I the ones I have are newbie drone uh, nitro nectar gold. The nectars, yeah, the nectars. Those yeah. are the the uh, something beat. And I needed a heavier battery, so I went with the three hundred. And then I was like, oh, it's still not way enough. <laughs> yeah, I bet Rod would do something really crazy with one of those. Probably. So, so, it, yeah, like, something you know that guy just he doesn't go he doesn't go halfway on anything. Right. It's right. It, dude. You you ask him for a hundred percent, he's giving you two hundred. You know? Oh yeah, absolutely. So, It'll I, have a pilot in it, I promise you. 
Hey, back right. in hey back in the stick and tissue indoor free flight stuff, people would print, you know, two side pilot, you know, profile and glue two pieces mm-hmm. of paper together. I mean, you got a pilot. You glue. Right. I mean, it weighs. Yeah, actually, I thought about tenth of it. Tenth um, or whatever. I'm going to include a two D, three D. You know, like a two pieces of 2D that you put in a crosswise and stick it in there. So okay, right. Whatever angle you're looking at, you get a pilot. Because when he said that, he said, you spend all that time building this plane, you don't put a pilot in it. I'm like, you know, I spent all this time designing it. You might as well give these people a pilot, pilot. in it. So, yeah. Color yeah. with some color pencils when he, when he and When he said that, I started, started drawing out heads. and I'm terrible <laughs> at it, but I'll figure one out. And I'm going to head on the kit. I, I love that we touch so many people. Yo, whoa, whoa, easy, easy. over there. Who, whoa, who whoa. are you touching? Yo, right, just the thought process. All the stuff going on in Hollywood right now. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> the the thought process, you know. I mean, just hearing uh, hearing Rod's story, you know, started that. You know, here, man, I need to draw up some heads real quick. <laughs> that's funny. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So, Adam, I know, yeah, I know you got it in the head. What What's your next? What's your what What's coming next, design wise? Well, I have a handful that I'm tossing around. The next one for sure is going to be a low-wing version of this. Okay. Um, and I'm thinking about making it a tricycle gear and or offering an either-or option. With uh, ailerons? I know people like to make it their own way, and I'd rather give them the opportunity than make it hard for them. You know? So are you going to try to do ailerons on the low-wing? Low yeah, because I'm going to do an aileron wing next, and then I'm going to put that – I have a – I have another fit I'm building, and that's going to get uh, another three-channel, and then the one after that is going to be four-channel. And I got beta kits going out to a couple guys. I got some kids that know how to build, and, like, I lucked out. Like, these, they like my stuff. And I was like, hey, you want to build for me? And they're like, I'd be honored. And I'm like, really? I'm just the guy that I don't even know what I'm doing. But Nice. The beta builders on these, like, I got my buddy Dane is one, and he's, like, old-school, three-flight. So he's, he's pre-flight control line world, so he has uh, a lot of that old Balsa fuel knowledge, 049. You know, right, the, the smaller stuff. O1Os, you know? O2Os, so I want to build planes for him, so that's coming in the future. And then uh, after this, after the next one, the low-wing version, I'm torn between either a T-28 or a P-51, but I want to do a low-wing Warbird. Because uh, there, I don't think there is a market right now. I don't think or there's a market for it, but there's nothing to fill it. You cannot find a one S brushless sticking. T twenty eight. I'm just me talking. P fifty ones have been done. You know they're out yeah. there, not necessarily sticking tissue, but a T twenty eight. I am in. Would be cool. Yeah, I love those things, man. They are uh, one of the earlier planes I flew. It was like a park zone. The Park Zone, the T-28, yeah. the one that yeah, came I, in the I, Air Force I, or the Navy I had, I had a champ, or not a champ, no, it was an old Park Zone decathlon. It was like a okay. tomato red color foam thing. And I was flying that low and slow one day while delivering pizzas. I just kind of pulled off the side of the road and was flying that like uh, 10 years ago. Put it in the dirt. I was like, oh, man. And went to the hobby shop the next day with my tip pro team and got that T-28. Man, that little T twenty eight, they've got a revised big version now, but that yeah. one that came in the, it was just the white, red, white, and blue Air Force scheme, mm-hmm. or no, that was the Navy scheme actually, or red, it was red, white, and black, I think, and then they had a gray foam one that was Air Force. I've got the gray one. 
the navy right. the navy version wasn't out whenever I got mine, but that thing it flies like a dream. I still got it. I just, yeah, I it's, it's, it's Raider, but it's it. a Warbird, so yeah, it flies awesome. That is my uh, if uh, if I ever do a, a big you know heavy iron Warbird, that would that's top of the list. You know, I'm not. Well, what's good about these is they're tiny, so. Well, I'm talking big or little, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred inch. Yeah, anyway. I'm I'm in hundred percent. I'm kind of getting. I will jacked get there one day. Things. I'm starting small, but I will get back into, you know, like that. Like I said, the senior telemaster was my largest model, and I'll get back into something like that. So, so I can't I can't make a telemaster because I think someone owns those right. Ah, um, I wonder who it is. Yeah, because Hobby Lobby would have had to sold them when they went out. Yeah, I think though it's um, Mark over at Carolina Custom Kits makes those. Okay, so I think he has some licensing or something like that. So if you uh, if you want to tell a master man, go over to Carolina Custom Kits and get one. Cause I'll never forget the ad. Nothing flies like a yeah. telemaster. And then um, uh, where was I going with that? I forgot. <laughs> Uh, the yeah. telemaster was where we were at. Well, it was, it was yeah, we, we got on so many different aspects yeah, we, of we it. Went, like, <laughs> full t- what full kind tangent. Of stuff you guys yeah, full, full tangent on, on what we're doing. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty entertaining, but life happens. <laughs> the T28, the little, the little baby kit, that was yep. where we were at. That, that's, that, that's, that's my recommendation between a P51 or a T28. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Well, then I'll, I'll, I'll do that one. That'll be the third one, then. And, and from there, we'll figure out what I want to do. Man, I, I kind of want to do. I would like to do like a, a World War II series warbirds. You know, like um, American European or like a, a European Pacific. You know, type of thing like sets where you have like adversarial. You know, you, you and your friend can buy different ones, and you can reenact. You know, midway. Well, you fly your Corsair and they fly their Zero. Yeah, or a Stuka. A Stuka would be cool. Yeah, all the different types of things. You know, like uh, like whatever was, you know, I'll go through, you know, I like to go through and watch old World War II videos. So I like to see the different air battles. So, you know, I'll put a, I'll put a, a P-47 with a Fox Wolf because I've watched videos of them getting shot down. You know, so I'll, I'll run those together. I like stuff like that. And, you know, I'll probably work into World War One, do some of that. I like Golden Era stuff, so I know I want to do that stuff. Um, you know, I'm going to throw one in there that might be a little bit different, but something that I, I don't see a whole lot of is, what if you did, like, a really small-powered motor glider? Like an that ASW, was cool too. ASW-28? So what, I'm, what I got wrapping around in my head right now is I got one of the old uh, – Man, I don't remember who. Electroflyer somebody made a little ultra micro uh, F86. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've got yep. the – I still got the little fan unit and all that stuff. That would be cool to I, hang I, up, you know, up on I, the, I have – I actually have two 30-millimeter fan units, one 3S and one 2S, and I'm going to toy with those and get some designs. Yes, that would be so be cool, cool, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's probably not going to be in that auditorium. I mean – well, right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what your skill level is, but I don't think I could fly a jet in a auditorium. <laughs> scraping the paint off the walls. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I bet it wouldn't make the twelve-minute battery. Let's just go that. Yeah, no. You know, no, you're no right. probably not. <laughs> could yeah. I keep it under well, control for a minute? I actually have it set up with a three S, a three S three fifty, or no, I have a three S six fifty, the China Hobby Line battery in there, and I have it in a 
a Zeke's Park Scale Model Falcon. It's a little, uh, looks like a Rafale almost, little Delta jet. And uh, it's made for a pusher. And I just I was like, okay, I'm going to put an EDF in this thing and make it fly. Right. But, so I still have to cover that one, but that's kind of my inspiration for my jet. It sits there in front of my computer, and I look at it like I want to make jets. Like, I want to make everything. That'd be so fly. cool. <laughs> a stick and tissue turbine. Yeah, that, you know, that duct fan. Duct fan. Yeah. yeah, that'd be super cool. That 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 would almost be, uh, what was that little thing he was flying the other day? Out at the flying field. With oh, the, man, I don't even know what that was. That, that, so, that, just thinking about yeah. that, you know, that would be super cool in this situation, that little nitro motor or so whatever So we got it was. a guy at the flying field that, Evidently, this is an out-of-production kit. This is a pretty much a collector's. But uh, Mike, yeah, uh, it's a it's a little foam. It's an F eighty. Is it an F eighty six? F eighty. I said F eighty two earlier. F eighty six. Yeah. Yes. F eighty six is right. what it is. But it runs off of a little O four nine or something. It's, it, it was bigger than that. It's like a O five two. It was a little hot O four nine. Is what it was. What? They, this thing is foam, and it's it's actual. I mean. <laughs> Man, this thing was so cool. I mean, it, it didn't have a lot of power, but it flew. And it, man, was it probably about a eighteen inch wingspan? Man, it was tiny, tiny. And it I wonder, was. I wonder what size fan that had in it. I, oh man, I, I you don't know, know. Yeah, it, it might be two weeks from now, but we'll find out. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's going right, right. <laughs> Now you got me. Now you got me wanting to talk to my buddy who builds those little tiny engines. And it's something like, that's. Like, all right, we need we need to build a tiny little, you know. O one O or O two O ducted fan. Oh man! Yeah, flaps <laughs> but, little ICDFs out there like this thing. Know. I tell you what, it, it, the the <laughs> the flying field that day was packed with forty percenters. Uh, actual, there was five or six actual big money turbines, mm-hmm. and more people smiled at that little foamy O four nine powered. Uh, <laughs> it man, <laughs> everybody stopped what they were doing. It was like an old western movie where the villain walked into That's the bar. Funny. It was amazing. It was cool as shit, man. Oh, man, you guys inspired me for sure. I, I, I would love to see something tiny like that just screaming its head off. You know, just going by. Well, this like, didn't do that? too much screaming. It, it was flew. screaming its head off, but it wasn't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I didn't even think it was going to pull off the ground. And it, then he took off, and I'm like, oh, gosh. It oh, actually oh. flew really and well. And then it flew. And it, I mean, it wasn't very fast, but it flew good. I right. mean, it was totally yeah. under control. He, he was doing touch and goes. I mean, it has yeah. a it has a throttle on it and, and all oh, kinds really? of stuff. Yeah. 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 It's, you know, I don't know if it was one of the old Norvell motors that had the, yeah, the throttle. Yeah, it almost sounds or, like one of those. That's what I was thinking as soon as you said that, like the S7 Ford. But, oh, shit. <laughs> That's cool. I'm going to look that up after this whole thing. I'm going to start looking that stuff up. It, yeah. it, was, it was. It was a really cool deal to see. So, uh, I mean, that, you know, just but seeing something old like that, you know, it just kind of, man, that stuff's still around and people are still doing it, which yeah. is really cool. I would love to uh, do some RC with uh, a CO2 or a diesel. Oh, wow. Have you all ever even seen a CO2 motor? I've never seen one in action. Man, so you know who Stanley is, right? Yeah, yeah. He used to machine, he used to make his own CO2 motors. Really? Oh, man, this guy, he actually, he donated a bunch of them to the AMA Museum, and I'm pretty sure there's a few of them in the display for the, you know, in the museum at that. But, yeah, cool. Just a little compressed air motor, man. Huh. And run for, you know, two minutes or so, and... Real neat. I've actually I've got one 
in a I, I got this there's this Russian it was a Russian kit and it's a free flight foam kit that has it came with co2 motor stuff i've had this thing for 25 years man and something just always told me just to leave it in the box i'll have to bring it up here one day let you check that out it's real cool that real sounds cool. cool i mean that's just something that i've yeah you just you, know, you charge you got a co2 charger and you charge a little tank that's in the airplane flip it and yep. off it goes they got a lot off it of goes those little things they're fun yeah they're cool and uh there's a company, I don't know if they're still in business, Gasprin. I think they were. Have you ever heard of them, Adam? Uh, I don't know. Like, it's been, like, the, I don't really know names for the different CO2 motors because, like, I would just see the motor. Well, Gasprin was your, as far as I know and concerned, that was your, that was your top of the line. I mean, they had twins. They had CO2 twin motor, twin cylinder CO2. Okay, so I've seen those. Okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about then. Yeah, I've seen those. Those things were like, to me, you know, seeing the bulb hang off in that back of that thing. Oh, man, so cool. I want to put that in a cup, you know, and just (laughs) Yes. They're so cool, man. And and all that, you know, that stuff, as a kid, it it was more, you know, common in the, you know, the free flight world. But I don't even know if you can get that stuff anymore without paying a premium for – you know, a collector. You know, I don't. I don't know if they're yeah. still in business or not. I've not even thought about it really until you just brought it up for probably you know for years and years. I don't even know. Can you still buy CO two cartridges at Walmart? Absolutely, you can. Yeah, oh, that's uh, right, you can. The airsoft rules have, brought that. I have airsoft guns. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. my son has discovered that he loves airsoft. And, oh uh, man, it's fun though because you go out and you, it's like playing the video game except you get to shoot your friends. Right, and uh, he's got this little, uh, it's a little Glock, you know, and uh, the only thing that you can tell the difference in it has an orange tip, and it takes CO2 cartridges, and I had to go hunt some up the other day. And it will zing. Oh, yeah. That little, what is it, six millimeter? Yeah, that's about 400 feet per second, that thing will. Yeah. That's smart. (laughs) That's another another hobby, the sky's the limit, buddy. Yeah, oh, it is. Oh, tell me about it. I was looking into doing some high capital builds, and I was like, my weapon shooting me if I spend $2,100 on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I well, can buy a really nice sniper money. rifle for that price. Yeah. Right. Well, man, it looks. Yeah, yeah, real. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That stuff looks. Real, real steel. Yeah, that stuff oh, looks God. legit, man. When me and Clint were leaving one evening from up here, and uh, I'm looking in his back seat, and I was like, dude, what, what you got all this Army stuff back here for, man? Is there something going down I need to know about? He goes, no, nah, man, that's Cooper's. You know, airsoft stuff. I'm like, dude, what? It looks legit. Yeah. Like, yeah, like if you got it's, pulled it's over. It's hilarious when you're all geared up. It's yeah. fun, though. I mean, you go out and, I don't know. To me, I like it better than paintball because there's no mess. Well, it seems uh, a lot cheaper, you, too. You paintball. Still, but there's no I don't know about that, that. You buy the initial investment of your paintball gun, so you're still going to spend 80 to 100 bucks on paintballs to go play for a mm-hmm. Saturday. Well. Yeah, I can buy a bag. I can buy, like, 5,000 rounds for, like, 12 bucks. Yeah. Right. I mean, I did paintball one time, and the guys that I went with decided it was cool to freeze their paintballs. I never did paintball. Yeah, after you that. might go home with a yeah, fucking missing tooth if you do that to me, that. buddy. Yeah. No, that was a bad deal, and I ain't that's, been back. <laughs> <laughs> ain't yeah. friends with them no more, neither. No, I'm not. <laughs> like, you got me that time, guys. Good for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if someone's going to freeze their paintballs, and you go with the, the 68 caliber glass breakers in yours. <laughs> right. It's a solid round. Yeah. Solid plastic. Yeah, I was I was kind of new. I didn't know what was going down. I learned real That's quick. Harsh. Yeah, yeah. They, they got you. 
but yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, I got like a tracer unit on mine. It's fun. It shoots like glowing dark BB. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I right hope night. my son doesn't hear that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. you know, I, I played probably it's it's been twenty years ago, but I was you know I used to play every Friday after work and paintball. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I used to go up there off of uh, Northwest Express. Well, I guess pretty much Piedmont. Right. I don't even know if the place is still there, but. Man, people get serious. Well, see, oh, and, yeah. and now you hit yeah. forty, and now we sit in a in a studio and drink beer. On well, Friday and this is also and, back in yeah. the day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you had the uh, the big name I recall is Angel was the yeah, the you know electronic gun. You could shoot three round bursts. You could shoot full auto. I didn't have that shit. I had the old no. Tipman <laughs> Tipman uh, Model ninety eight or whatever. You know. Yeah, I know, right? I I didn't even have like I watched my friends. They're like, "Oh, check this out! I got this new table." Yeah. I'm like, "Cool, I'm poor." Yeah, <laughs> you go through a lot. You go through a lot of paint when you're, when you're shooting, you know, full auto or three round purse. You know, some some people, uh, I think they do it at like Seth or something like that. They, and I think the collective guys have actually done it uh, where they do a they do a combat deal. And if you get taken out of the combat, there's a paintball gun on the on the workbench behind you. You oh, go yeah? get a paintball gun and you start shooting airplanes. You just got to lead them a little bit. Yeah, you just got to lead them a little <laughs> bit. But I mean, uh, uh, the 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 two do cross paths in some aspects. I mean, you know that that would be a lot of fun to, in, in my opinion, I've never done it. But you know, just have an old junker foam airplane or something, and you go fly combat, do what you're gonna do. Yeah. You get taken out, or you win one of the two. Somebody posted something the other day on one of the Facebook pages of he was flying. I don't even remember what it was. I think it might have been a little UMX type timber or something, and uh, had made a bunch of little paper darts. Was oh. letting his kids shoot paper darts at him. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, one of them, one of them hit him right in between the uh, aileron and the wing. You know, locked out his aileron. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's cool, man. Which man? It's been a while back. I, I can't think of how long it's actually been, but uh, Alex Greaves or Graves, uh, you know, FPV Godfather kind of guy, um, was making some kind of laser tag setup to do uh, FPV, and I, I haven't seen anything about it in a long time. I don't know if that's still well, a thing or not. somebody made – do you remember like the – man, I don't even remember what they were called. They are kind of just a trainer-type airplane, like a little high-wing high pusher-type rudder elevator only. Right. And they had a module in them to where if you was flying two, you could shoot at each other, and if you, if you got a hit, it would lock – your controls out for like three seconds or something right like that. i think this was kind of the same kind of thing it would kill your motor yeah you know for a certain amount of seconds or, or something like that but i i thought that was super cool but i haven't really seen anything on it since then so uh just to kind of get back uh, my my brains you have to forgive me my brain's rolling here what uh what does this little kit cost adam uh 40 bucks 40 40 bucks yeah, 40. and that's everything except for your glue and your radio and motor equipment right that's, yeah that's... so what it's going to come with is uh all the wire you know for like the landing gear and the control rods and then all the cup balsa and then um all the plywood and then road plans uh what else in there? it's gonna have dubro wheel collars um i'm gonna try and work with dubro to get actual the wheels in there as well but they're they're expensive, so I don't yeah. want to do that. Uh, yeah, and then tissue and rolled plan. And in the future, there will be instructions, but my data guys are going to make them for me. So, 
I, I guess my thought process is, boys, we could have a hell of a indoor combat for 40 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> not not to use your airplane no. for destruction, but... <laughs> I mean that. No, that, that's what that's what they're for. They're they're for flying. So however you fly them. Yeah. You know <laughs> that might be fun. You build it. You. Fly, I want to get people building. So the more planes you crash, the more planes you build, right? Oh yeah. Well, we appreciate the fact that you're trying to get people to build. I mean, I think Absolutely. that's what all of us are doing. Well, this yeah. is going to be my first kit. I've never built a oh, kit. Well, this is going to be this is going to be perfect, my first one. Perfect jumping off point. Yep. Yeah. But guys, I, I hate to interrupt, but I got high nope. school football season starting. Oh yeah, and I got a I got a oh, game yeah. I got to head out to. So well, sounds like a good time to take a break. I'm going to split, and yeah. these guys are going to carry you on through. But we appreciate you, Larry. I got to go. Yeah, do it, man. You, Larry. Give up. Yeah. Give old Gavin a smack on the back, will you? Yeah, I'll let you do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the RC Scrap Pile. <laughs> Was I a little loud there Sorry for you, Casey? Yeah, you're Sorry too, about that. You're too loud. Ah, uh, it'll be all right. Man, we have uh, Adam on the show with us today. And, man, it's sure been a good time. Absolutely. Yeah, man, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's pretty cool learning your the ability to learn and do something with science and building in your hands and you know this is something that our kids need today is to uh you know and uh, you know at the price point you're at i mean at the end of the day you're under a hundred dollar airplane that uh i mean that would be good for some of these kids these days i, I, I mean yeah barring a radio yeah pretty much you can get all the rest of it for right you, we were kind of we were kind of talking at break it you know your history with it and it sounds like you've been in, in it with, uh, you know, for uh, quite a duration of time as far as from a kid on up to, you know, teenager, young adult, middle-aged adult now. Yeah, so, I mean, basically, I was introduced to this stuff back in 92, and I was pretty much in it just full-time. Like, once I learned that I could build something that I could fly, it like, like I said, it catapulted me in my confidence to where I started performing better in school. And I really, you know, I saw where I wanted to go in life. Um, things wouldn't really, like gotten in the way of that, but you know, that's neither here nor there. But so I stayed with the hobby for quite a, quite a long time. I, I worked in a hobby shop. I was the hobby guy at the counter. And I wasn't that guy that, you know, looked at a kid who came in and asked him questions and just blew him off. Like, cause I, I was treated that way by that guy. I didn't want to be that guy. If that makes sense, uh, uh, it makes absolute sense. I remember, uh, I remember being a young man going to school, and we—it uh, was back in the day of science fairs, um, you know. And my son has never mentioned to me a science fair or even the optional one. I remember my dad helping me take an airplane up there for the science fair, and it was kind of the head yeah. of the science fair was having that RC airplane up there, and it was a. Uh, it was, uh, you know, it was a it was a good moment for me to to kind of drive me forward with the hobby and in science and all of it. Man, you guys are so cool. My uh, science fair was a uh, solar oven. I cooked a baked potato on uh, aluminum foil in a uh, salad bowl. No. 
Yeah, you guys, yeah, are, cool you guys are way I, cool, man. I, yeah. I could bake potatoes in Home Depot buckets in the backyard while they were still growing. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Not really. When you're trying to grow regular potatoes and they come out of the oven, they come out of the ground baked already, a little hot. <laughs> right. Well, my deal took about eight hours to make happen. So, I mean, it wasn't, uh, yeah. it wasn't a fast process, but, hey, it worked. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But, yeah, like, so I, I want to bring this back to, like, kids, like, when I got into the hobby when I was 10, 12 years old, you know, like, I want to bring this type of thing. So that's why the price point's low, you know, 40 bucks. It's essentially a 3D puzzle that depending on how long it takes you, you can get quite a bit of value out of it, you know? Oh, yeah, Just definitely. the building alone, not to mention all the time you fly it, you know? So it's like, I, you know, and my wife's a teacher, and, like, I want to I work with her and possibly try and get it into the schools. You know, like, there's the flight, the flight test STEM program. Right. Like, I want to get these schools out here in Vegas running that program. Like, just get these kids into aviation. We, we're looking... We're losing all our pilots, right? Because with all the regulation and everything that's going on, they're just no one wants to get in the hobby. And like, it's harder to get into the hobby when you see the FAA saying you're not allowed to fly anything. You know, right. or you have to go to a a, a a club and sometimes pay dues just to be able to fly a little model airplane you bought at a store. You know, so like these things are tiny. They're well under the 250 gram. Um, it's, I, I, you know, I want I want kids building them. I want people building them. I want I want people building again. And like I I learned a lot and I I gained a lot from learning how to build and what goes on in that process and the design process. And uh, I want to bring that to other people. I think that's the main point. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's really super cool to to get into some of that stuff because. I think, which, man, I can only do this off of my kids. You know, I'm not looking at it across, but my son is, he's a super sports kid, really, really into that stuff. Uh, of course, shoes, he loves some some shoes, you know. He's he's never really, and I feel like I kind of failed as a father at, at times because it's, I didn't, I didn't ever want to push him into anything that he wasn't interested in, you know. Yeah. When I was growing up, my dad was into into hot rods and cars, and man, I made a career, I made a career out of that you know, up until recently, you know, and, uh, it was one of those things that I really enjoyed doing that stuff because I got to do it with my dad. Now my son, he kind of takes on, he likes doing photography stuff. So we, we do have a commonality there, but his brakes are squeaking on his car. He's like, dad, I guess I got to go get new brakes. I'm going to take it up to the dealership. I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't Wait. take it to the dealership. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I got all the stuff <laughs> in the garage, man. You're going to go up to, yeah. uh, O'Reilly's or, totally. uh, or uh, like uh, AutoZone. AutoZone. There you go. I couldn't yeah. even think of that one. Go up yeah, to AutoZone. Totally. I got all of my shoulder injuries from working professionally on cars. <laughs> right. So, you know, that's one of those things we're getting ready to tackle real soon. So he, he's going to see. Because, man, I built my first car. You know, that was that was kind of dad's thing. Is like, hey, you, you save up your money and I'll go in half and we'll get you a car and we'll build it. And, yeah. You know, when it came around to doing brakes, you know, my car had drum brakes all the way around. He did one, and he goes, okay, see you later, and went in the house. <laughs> gotcha. You know? Now, he would come in. paying attention, right? Right, yeah. He'd come answer any question or anything like that and had a lot of patience about it. But, you know, yeah. the man, some people have that mechanic ability, 
you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and some people don't. Mm-hmm. My, my son's one of yep. those guys that doesn't. Now, my daughter, on the other hand, she's 12, and she's taking all kinds of stuff apart and putting it all back together. There, there's my car yeah. girl, you right. know. Right. So yeah. I've got one in the works, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. I can't wait. Yo, that's going to be good and scary all at the same time. She gonna be out driving all them high school boys, and you're gonna, Daddy over here gonna be going, oh no. <laughs> well, hey, here's the deal. I still own my first car. I've got a '67 Mustang, and it's it's not anything super special. It's been sitting for the past 15 years because I really thought that my son might be into that, and that's something uh-huh. that we could do together. And he just wasn't interested in cars. She and, is, and, but she is, <laughs> and I'm kind of scared to put a cute little 16 year old girl behind the wheel of my '67 Mustang. Nah. Yeah, turn yeah, it loose. Might wanna, it's got a cage in it, right? Uh, it might by then, you know. It's not that fast. No, it's nothing fast. Yeah, it might also look like a South African Marauder APC by then. Right. It's going to have really dark tinted windows. It's going to have really well, dark tinted windows. So. Yeah. Two years, man. But one thing that I have noticed, and and even in Casey and I's friendship, and Larry as well, you know all three of us come from completely different backgrounds in life, you know, and I'm sure you do too. You know, that that's part of the awesome thing about this hobby. And just like you say, you know, the common ground right here is building an airplane and not yeah, necessarily build- or, or something that flies, right? Uh, something that flies an airplane or a helicopter or drone, right? And, uh, well, I'm just talking about it in this situation right here, you know, yeah. this, uh, this, this little airplane, you know, I've never built a small airplane like this. So that's something new. And I know Casey, Casey's been a drone guy all his life. Or, you know, all uh, through his, through the hobby life. Right. So, uh, you know, he's never put a wood kit together. So it's going to be a learning experience for both of us. Right. And I'm excited about that. Oh, it's going to be good. My OCD Let- is going to take over and I'll be like, just get out of the way. <laughs> I'm sorry, Clint. It's just going to happen. <laughs> You're going to hate it. You're going to look close at some of the laser cuts. And you're going to be like, why does it look like that? No, no, it'll be fine. I, I got some sandpaper in a file. I, I got, I've got a good general idea. I've just never done it. Right, same here. Yeah, I was gonna buy some emery boards, but I was like, oh, do I want to spend three hundred dollars to get my own Adam Sky branded, you know, like emery boards? Like, I don't, I don't know if I want. No one's gonna buy them from me for one. Like, Maybe you never know. I mean, I, I've got a wife, and no. there's tons of those things sitting around, so I'm probably just gonna steal one of hers. You know, <laughs> now, if I can make my own, my own version of the Easy Touch bar sander, I will in a heartbeat because you can't find them and they're like gold. And I want one. I had all three sizes, and I had the leading edge one. And I give up all that stuff when you get out of the hobby. And I see people do it all the time, and I say, "Don't sell your stuff. You'll come back." Right, right. Put it in the box. Put it in the attic. I've a. Uh... Uh, over the past couple of years, it's been really entertaining because we got out of the hobby as well. Oh, shit. I guess 15, I guess we got back in 15 years ago. <clears throat> or well, I got out in 09 and got back in in 2016. So right. So you, you had a break there. And, uh, well, uh, we got out just before 2.4. And mm-hmm. we came back after 2.4 was out. So, I mean... You know, there was a there was about a five to eight year span there, I guess, that we were out. Got rid of everything, and we got back in. You know, and uh, I'm I'm a tool junkie. I love to have tools. I love to have things, as far as that goes. Yeah, and, right uh, tool for the right job. That's me, man. I, absolutely, 
And all are of you, you're an A and P, right? Right. A lot of these yeah, old. Okay. T- See, I got my eighty six tens, but I had some mental health issues that kept me from going any further. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, all the A and P's out there, they'll know what that is. Everyone else will be like, "What's that?" <laughs> right. Yeah, Clint's not the A and A and P. No, 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 no. Um, oh, that's, Larry, that's Larry. Larry. Larry's the A and P. Yeah. Larry's the A&P. I, I'm oh. the other car mechanic, so. Oh, you know, yeah, I just I was a, a registered uh, smog technician here in Nevada. Gotcha. Golden ticket if you ever move out here. No, that that that's uh, Larry's the A and P. Yeah, I'm scared of moving oh, yeah. to Vegas, man. I'm, uh, I don't uh, really have a gambling problem, but I think I could real quick. Oh, absolutely. Out yeah. There. <laughs> have you Have you ever flown here before? Yes. I have not. Well, well, Casey, the first time you fly here, when you step off of that plane and you round the corner into that terminal and you see all those people slaving away at those slot machines, yep. it's a fucking shock, man. It yeah. is. I oh, saw yeah. that and was like, I just stopped like, whoa. Like, it took my breath away. I was like, oh, I'm not going to be that guy. And I haven't touched a machine since I've been here. I've been here a decade. That's awesome. It was just, it was a shock, man. I rounded that corner like, holy shit. Which right. I've actually been to Vegas before. I thought you meant like flying airplanes, but yeah, I think the last time I went, I was sitting at a table trying to just get a drink, man. And next thing you know, I'm 800 down at Blackjack. Yeah, I spent a week. I spent a week there, and uh, I come back a hundred less as far as gambling. That's you know, it bad. it paid for the trip right. uh, a lot yeah. of the way. You know, I'd win, and man, we'd go get something, and I'd win a little and go get something. Then I'd lose a little, and we wouldn't go get nothing, and. Yo, know, after after being there a week, I think is a hundred down, so it wasn't bad. Of course, I don't gamble big dollars, I, which I, I really wasn't either. I was just trying to get another beer, and I wanted to sit at the table, and I was waiting on that chick to come back with one, and I was like, "Oh gosh, this is not good. <laughs> gotcha. This is really not good," you know. <laughs> and that was about my stint. I went out there for um, SEMA one year. Oh yeah. Oh, I bet that was fun. Oh, it was it was a great time, but man, I think I averaged walking eighteen miles a day, and I still didn't yeah, it's see insane. it all. It is insane. It's insane. I went uh, I went outside last year and met some buddies because I had uh, a sign shop inside the building I worked at. They had some vehicles in there and they do a bunch of stuff. So I got to go down and check it out, but it was like. If if you're into it's if you're a lot. right yeah if you're into cars you need to go see it once and I really feel like that even though I didn't get to see everything I'm good I don't need to go back I got my right. one I got my one time in which I went for work so I had to had to go out there and actually look around for stuff it wasn't just for fun but it was insane I want I want some RC airplane stuff like that yeah well, I mean I, oh I would love that like if Toledo. You know, came over here. We signals was in uh, in uh, Vegas in the convention center. Something crazy. Like right. it's so big. Like I've been to I've been to multiple conventions there. I went to uh, I did a day at CES and we got lost there. Didn't even see half the stuff that was there. I was like seeing all the stuff on the internet. Like I was like I was there for ten hours. I didn't see any of this stuff. Like what the hell? Right. You know. And then I did. Uh, what was the other one I did? World of Concrete. But that's there. <laughs> That's like trade show stuff. I did the MJ BizCon, which is like uh, all the marijuana business stuff because it's the legality here. And it's like the back end stuff, like huge centrifuges for like distilling oils. And I was like, oh, that's a lot of stuff. And uh, it was fun though. And then I went to SHOT Show. SHOT Show was fun. 
Now, what is that? You ever get a chance? Shot Show is uh, a big uh, firearms convention, like the biggest one. They have. Oh. I was there because all the airsoft stuff, but man, it's the, all real steel for the most part, and you have to sprinkle in airsoft. Right. Well, that would be fun. I think everybody loves guns. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, and that uh, that seems to be another part of going along with this hobby is I know a bunch of. Uh, our guys around here are also gun collectors. Right. Which, man, it's Oklahoma. Well, you know, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I it, get it. And I'm so... I mean, to me, it's a mechanical thing. Like, machines are machines. Like, I like I, them all. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And, you know, a lot of times I'm thinking, too, when we're doing this show, because we've got people that listen in other countries and stuff like that. I'm mm-hmm. sitting there going, man, are these guys thinking we're just some goofy-ass rednecks? Chilling out in Oklahoma, which they'd be right. We definitely, we definitely are. I was gonna say, but <laughs> but I'm just sitting there thinking because man, I took a trip to Boston. Uh, I don't know, ten years ago, and man, no joke. The people I would talk to out there is like, "Are you guys still playing cowboys and Indians and, and covered wagons?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, of course we are. You guys don't do and that, like, I, you know? <laughs> you guys, don't, hey, yeah, you gotta just look at them and you, you just dead eyed stare them down and say." Don't tell me you forgot the album. Right, that's it. Just dead, dead parents. Yeah. <laughs> just people like I am. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. But, yeah. You know, I've done some traveling, and it's it's just crazy when you go somewhere and you tell somebody you're from Oklahoma, and they're like, "Wait, what? What do you guys do there?" I'm like, well, "Not really much anything. Play with airplanes. Uh, I like yeah. I like to play like, guitar a little life. bit. Like uh, yep, yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, and it, it, it gets me when you see these people who are like. You know, you should change the way boats work or something. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, leave the rest of the country alone. Let them do what we've been doing. Don't right. try to change yeah. things up on us. Like, <laughs> you guys on either end don't necessarily know what's right for all of us in the middle. That, that well, I mean, yeah. it's just one of those things. Right. I don't, I, you know, it's, it, if you believe one way, that's awesome. I'm still your friend. If you yeah. believe the other way, that's I, yeah, awesome. I'm, the same I'm, way, still, right? your, I'm still your I'm friend. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, doesn't what color what, it doesn't matter what color hat you're wearing at the field i just want to fly that's it that's what it all comes down to yeah, yeah. It, it all it all does come down to it and that's you know i think it would actually be a one of those fun deals man you'd fit right in doing what we do oh yeah you you, you would know, walk out to our field and, and feel feel, home. feel like you're at home and that's any of these fields that we fly at around the local area right yeah. man, man that's one thing about oklahoma that i can say i've never been anywhere in my life that the people aren't as nice as they are here Everybody's like, everybody's your buddy, opening doors for you. You know, it's, it's just the craziest thing ever, man. I've been to other. That's the thing for me. Like, this, living in Vegas, I've lived here for 10 years now, and it's a world away from where I grew up. Like, I'm a Midwesterner, right? I grew up in Detroit, just outside Detroit. And I moved to Evansville, Indiana, thereabouts, you know, for five years, and just lived in the country. So, like, I'm used to opening doors. You know, you see someone coming behind you, you hold the door. Right. Like, here in Vegas, holy cow. They will look you dead in the eye and drop the door in your face. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I didn't know that's, that's what this was. Like, it's, it's a different world out here, man. Yeah, I did that in Boston, and a guy looks back at me and goes, hey, what do I do for you? What are you holding the door for me? I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Oklahoma, man. Yeah, that's well, what like, we do. Oh, <laughs> like, you didn't need to do anything. Like, I didn't know we were in a transactional relationship right. already. And then, like, and then I really jacked with him. I was like, man, I was just trying to check out your ass. You know? <laughs> so that that did not well, work to my advantage. No one knew you actually said that, and it, it didn't work out to your advantage. No, no. It, it, was, it was weird the rest of the night after that. That's for sure. 
That's yeah, awesome, Casey. Next to each other in the show. Well, man, you know, it never went past holding hands. We'll just go that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't right, man. No, no, I'm not. No, but uh, I, I'm really excited about these little kids, dude. It's it's gonna be awesome because like like we were talking about, it's not. I've never built anything like this. This is gonna give me an opportunity to do that. I yeah, think it, it's not hard. And I think it's going to work really well with some of the things that we've got coming up. And right. man, if you guys get a chance, man, check Adam out, man. It's it's Adam Sky RC. Is that correct? Dot com. Yep, AdamSkyRC.com. Yep. Uh, that's it. Check him out, man. He's got uh, pre-order stuff going on right now. And yep. uh, just I, the one kit. I'm working on more. That, hey, that, hey, that's how you get started, man. One, right. one, one at a time. One at a time. For sure. And I I'll guess be- I could have went with something a little more like that everybody wanted. Everyone's not like, ah. yeah. No, I think you got the perfect <laughs> gateway drug. Yeah. I, re- I really do. You got the perfect gateway drug to get into that. Uh, I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. You can fly all the high-performance uh, World War II stuff, all the high-performance 3D stuff, you know, all the high, uh, I mean, all the third-scale World War I stuff, whatever you want to fly. But sometimes there's nothing like taking a step back and shooting some old touch-and-goes with a trainer. I mean, you know, you are absolutely 100% correct. Sometimes there's just no substitute for it. Well, the most fun I've ever seen at the field, it's not these guys flying $20,000 jets or, you know, 40% airplanes. It's passing around a transmitter with a trainer yeah. or, right. or some or right. some cheap foamy. And we're just I think it's the, the pressure. There's no pressure on these little, you know, on right. a trainer or a high wing like that. It's just docile and it'll fly itself. So yeah, people you don't are, have 25 grand on the line if you nerf it you know that's it man people are grinning ear to ear and just sitting there seeing what all it can do and everybody's just laughing and having a good old time it's right. just it's it's and it, that's the thing I, I slapped an fpv camera on the front of this man i was going to ask you about that i pulled it out and i was like oh the nose weight is the same as the camera and the battery <laughs> so i threw it on there so i'm gonna get some footage of that and see how that flies but i think it would be hilariously fun oh yeah to set up some flags inside of an auditorium and do some Figure eight racing, like old style, like old uh, uh, dirt track style figure eight racing with some stick and tissue planes, FPV, like uh, just just things like that to make laughs, you know, like the amount of the amount of laughs and belly laughs you'll get out of something like that will just be. Well, I'm telling you right now, this little auditorium we have down here, it's uh, you know, that's that's uh, my gears are already turning. As far you said as that you goes. had one, I was like, "Oh, you have an auditorium." <laughs> yeah, we, like, we. I might have to make a trip down to uh, Oklahoma at some point. Oh, Maybe it would be January great it, in the middle of January. Or, I I can't even remember when we have it planned, but the uh, the we're gonna do a little auditorium fun fly. It seems like in September, some or not September in February is what we had talked about. Yeah, it's ended yeah. into January, beginning of February, somewhere in there. Okay. Right after after our swap meet. Yeah, we're then, gonna do uh, a we're gonna do a swap meet so people can come in and maybe get a deal on some stuff and check out the area. You know, yeah. and see yeah, see what's going yeah, on like to a see. Primer. What, That'd be great. Right to see see what they want to bring and everything. And man, the guy that owns the building both, that yeah. that we rent is super cool. And I was hitting him up about that, and I was thinking I'm gonna have to really overcome you know, some, some odds here to get this guy to let me do this. He goes, you're going to fly stuff inside. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, dude, that's awesome. Can I come? And I'm like, well, you own the building, sir. I, I think you're invited. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, man, here. I would, I would love nothing more than to be able to come down for that slot meet. So I'm going to work my ass off to see if I can do that. Uh, January 16th, it seems like is the date that we have uh, pinned for that. 
yeah, without let, looking at my calendar or anything. I mean, and let me know, man. Uh, we can talk after the show if you need some accommodations or something like that. I can definitely try to help you out. Well, on absolutely, figure something out. Yeah, um, I, I have some. There's two spot meets here in Vegas, October 10th and 11th, at two of the main fields, and I'd love to get tables there. So I want to do that, you know, and uh, and then just start cranking out kits for the slot meet. Right. Well, if you can't, I guarantee you, if you can't make it, we will definitely set something up in your honor. Absolutely. Yeah, I was going to say, worst case scenario, maybe I can just send a box, a couple cases of kits down, you know. And we'll right. Yeah, ab- absolutely. That'd be wonderful. Yeah, that would be cool. So. Well, hey, we're going to take a two-second break. I had a guest walk in, man, and we're going to get a microphone and stuff set up for him. So we will be right back. Welcome back, times two. Man, I think that's the most breaks we've ever had in an episode. I think it is, but it's it's for a worthy cause, man. <laughs> it is. We had a buddy of ours show up that I've been trying to get up here to the studio for months. 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 So, Don Vo, say hello. Hello. How are you guys doing today? There you go, There man. we go. Old Don. He brought us some drinks the other night, which... Uh, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> man. What what did you... What yeah, here. What is this? Chavez Regal, and it's like some 18-year-old scotch or something? Right. It's a Chivat 18-year-old. That's, that's too high-end for us, man. That's way too high-end. I can't mix it with nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, but that's all right. All right, Adam. You're going to have to help us out, man. Where were we at? Um... Man, I don't remember. Oh, we were talking about the swap meet. <laughs> oh, yeah, we we're talking. That's it. Talking about yeah. the swap meet. January 16th, Oklahoma City. Yep. Right so, here at our studio. Yeah, if you can make it awesome, man, we'll give you two. Yeah, I'm going to try that for sure. We'll give you two. What are you going to call your indoor thing when you got people come to fly? Man, I, the RC scrap bile indoor come fly thing. Right. I think, I think <laughs> that's about that'll, as far. Yeah, yeah that's, that's about as far as I've got so far. Yeah, we're we're trying to just get through November, and then we'll we'll probably be a little better prepared for that. Right. I'm, I'm still trying to get through August, guys. Yeah, man. <laughs> there, we've got so much stuff going on, and it kind of just, I mean, all at once. Dude, it started rolling downhill and started rolling downhill fast, and 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 I mean that in a good way. How about rolling well, uphill? People, yeah. People want content. That's the thing. Like I consume all of the RC podcast content that is available in three hours a week, and, and three hours every two weeks, or an hour, you know. You guys I get every week, which is great. But the other guys are every two weeks, ever, you know, whatever their schedule is. Which, when I started this, so, you know, if you look in our description, it says bi-weekly, but we've done it every week. Yeah, we have. Yeah, I know. It's just a Friday thing, man. So, you know, it's, it's, you got to keep putting it out there. I think that's, that's, uh, I was watching somebody on YouTube and they were like, just start putting out content. Just start putting out content. Yep. I'm like, all right. Just keep putting out content. Yeah. And really. Yeah, there's a couple guys that I follow who are like, you know, don't let the perfect get in the way of the good. My wife would always tell me that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I hear these internet gurus doing it who are like social media marketing you know, geniuses. They're like, don't let the perfect get in the way of the good. Just create. Show people the process of you creating, and it'll be more authentic, and they'll like it more. And I'm like, oh, okay. Right. And so you- that's what I show. You know, I build stuff, and I show the process of me building and the trials and errors and all that stuff. And work you know and i've kind of i've had to get over i've had to get out of my comfort zone a little bit i've done a lot of stuff kind of in this arena for years but i've always been behind the scenes i you know i'm mm-hmm. 
And I don't really try to speak up a whole lot on the show. You know, I'm just kind of in there just trying to produce everything. That's, that's kind of what I've always done. And it's, it's really, it's a bit of a stretch for me to even get on a microphone and talk a lot of times. Yeah, well, we appreciate your dulcet tones. <laughs> gotcha <laughs> well it, it's honestly i think brought all of us out of our shells just a little bit because it's not this isn't something i ever intended on doing or even thought about doing you know we yeah. started bouncing it around for about a year before we started like man do you think we could do something with this and uh you know it, it took it took us a year to actually convince ourselves to do it uh, it, yeah, I, I, it, I feel that for sure. Right, it really did, and it was one of those things that, like, Clint was one of those people that uh, I really I wanted to capture his, you know, his attitude, that's just the way he is. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I had to twist his arm a little bit, but it, in the beginning, it was like, man, I don't know, I don't know, and I'm like, dude, I don't know either. You know, I have no idea. Yeah. And I mean, it's all weird. of this has come out of nowhere. I mean, right. it, it really has. And it's dude, it's just crazy. Speaking of coming out of nowhere, I gotta I gotta jump this in real quick. Yeah, yeah, do it, do it. Uh, I gotta send out a very special thanks to our our man from the UK, dude. <laughs> so we have a couple of listeners from the UK, but not any quite like this guy. Right, this guy, this guy is on point. He uh, he really stepped up his game and uh, really did something that. I can't even put into words on how much I'm grateful and thank you for right? Um, to, to kind of help us along with this journey. You know, I, we, uh, on the last show we had talked about, you know, we're going to put ads in the show and, and give you guys an opportunity if you like what we're doing to, to, to help us out. And this guy just stepped up and said, what, you know, what do you guys need? And uh, we got a package in the mail today. So we, we were trying to get a hold of, uh, you know, some kind of mobile recording rig to yeah. uh to be able to do some stuff when we're going to some of these uh events that you know on our nights that we record and this guy stepped up and sent us the lamborghini right of of of, of, of mobile recording equipment and he kind of w- wishes to remain anonymous i would love to just throw out there who it was because this, this guy is one of the most amazing people that uh that i mean it's crazy, like sitting here talking to Adam right now. Right. We'd have never known this guy. Right. You know, and I yeah. thoroughly enjoy this. Me and him have talked back and forth on Messenger, you know, quite a bit. I really, really. Cracking jokes. Oh, yeah. And, man, the guy, what he's doing for the hobby is amazing. Absolutely. You know, and aside from that. Like I said, no one was doing it, so I figured I had to jump in and do it. Right. right. And, man, this is this guy's a cat. I guarantee you we could hang out all day long, Absolutely. every day. And, 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 and so is that guy. Yeah, dude. You know, yeah, uh, uh, I assure you that uh, we're gonna have a drink at one point over uh, over probably a podcast. Oh yeah. You know, so the so, man from UK, we appreciate right. you. So we, it, we thank you. Looks like we're gonna be buying plane tickets to the UK at some point. Right. It's gonna be a long right. trip. Yeah, gonna have to get <laughs> a passport, guys. <laughs> <out there>, so. <laughs> That's man. Yeah, but I'm just looking forward to you recording from the stall tomorrow. That's what this means, right? Man, well, I don't know. How, here's, here, I've got a couple of hats I've got to wear tomorrow at the Stole Drag thing. No, I would absolutely love to do that. And there might be some Facebook Live stuff of it or something like that. So, right. so keep an eye on that. But uh, I am flying in the event, and I'm also going to try to get some good video and some pictures of the event. And I think trying to record a show as well might be wearing too many hats. Right. Uh, yeah, that might be. 
I've got to announce the show. So I'll probably be doing that, and I'll probably try and get some Facebook Live stuff going. But, you know, it, it, we have some hats to wear tomorrow, and we're okay with that. Yeah, that's, that's what we wanted to do. Yeah, that's, that's what we stepped out here to do, and we're going to do it. Well, what's really crazy? I'm just looking forward to seeing some video from it for sure. Absolutely. We'll, we'll definitely have some of that posted. That, that's without a doubt. <laughs> now, it might not be edited and look fantastic, but it'll be something. Right. But one thing that, uh, you know, we're kind of touching on a little bit. I had a plan for this show, and I had a year goal. Well, in two months, we met that year goal. I never would have thought that it would have been at the level that it's at right now, which I don't know what kind of level that is, but it's surpassed what I wanted to do in two months, you know, which I think we're, we're going on our third month now doing the show. But in, No, we're going on four. Oh, going this on is, four. The, the, this is uh, – this is either our 12, 13, or 14. I've, I've lost count at this I point. I think this I've, one's 12. So that uh, uh, 12 weeks. Right. You know, and yeah, I know we, mid-May, I, right? Is it mid-May or end of late May? Okay. Man, I can't remember. Was it, was it eight? Man, I don't even know. It's been so crazy. You have to look back on the podcast. Right. But it's totally <laughs> surpassed what I wanted to do in a couple of months. You know, right. I mean, what I set a goal for in a year, it's done in a couple of months. So hopefully, man, we can we can keep this ball yeah, rolling. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep the uh, keep the old foot in the floorboard and see what happens. Firewall this. Bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we also yeah, we're airplanes. Firewall it. Right. But we also owe a great big thank you to all our listeners. You Every, know, yeah. The, Everybody, man. I I can't. It's it's one of those things that I can't be gracious or thank you guys enough. For, right. And and all the people who have come on the show, like Adam. Yeah. We appreciate you guys. You know, we uh, we appreciate you just as much as you appreciate us. Yeah. And man, it's absolutely crazy to me that I can say, "Hey, man, you want to be on the show in a couple of weeks or whatever?" And they're like, "Uh, yeah." And right. I'm like, oh, wow. You're excited yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. Great. When you asked me that, yeah. I was like <laughs> jumping up and down. Like this is huge to me. You know, like. Who am I? I'm nobody. I'm just a guy who started making some kicks. You know? Hey, man, we're just guys you know? from Oklahoma City doing a podcast. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I know, but, we're yeah, absolutely you know, nobody. Every week, I'm excited to listen to the show. You know, I yeah. got a half hour basically drive to work, so I'll listen to it back and forth on the way. Or I'll be in the morning. Uh, I do a lot of work in the garage, cutting kits and stuff. So I'll just put it on that, just sit there laughing my ass off. When you're talking about kicking bags of flour, you know, like. Well, we, we, we don't intentionally try to be that funny. We're just that goofy. We just have that much fun. Yeah. I guarantee you we're as absolutely, uh, the same in real life as we are right now. (laughs) Maybe, maybe more so we're kind of a little bit reserved on the show actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think in real life when there's no microphones in front of us, it's real good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> Can't let the crazy be shown for real, though. Well, you know, got to keep it somewhat PC. You yeah, know? well, maybe, yeah. <laughs> Which my intentions when we started this is I told him, I was like, look, I don't want to put anything out that my grandma couldn't listen to. We've kind of gone past that. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. Grandma is okay with that. It depends right. on your grandma, man. Yeah, that, that, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my, I was, I was sitting. My grandma, what Yeah, I, I was sitting and having a visit with my mother and father the other night, and my father, uh, he had some dental work done. Blah 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 blah. Well, with everything going on, my mother couldn't go into the dentist office with him. Mm-hmm. Well, I showed her how to listen to the podcast. 
She has listened to every podcast we have. Man, we're going to have like 2% women now. Right. No, wow. <laughs> That's just nuts. So I thought that was really cool. She said out. She said that uh, she set out in the parking lot at the dentist office and listened to the last one. Oh, that's nice. So, I thought that They're was... They're fun, though. I mean... They, well, we... Uh, I love listening to them. I mean, sometimes one of us might get a little left or right, or I say left or right, one of us might get off the off the paved road yeah. as far as having a drink, but, uh, you know, uh, for the most part, we try and have a lot of fun and, and do what we do. It, when we started this, one of our goals was to... It's just like you're at the flying field. Yeah, and I was going to say, it feels like you're just bringing the sliding field to, like, a round table. Uh, so like well, the table, a rectangular table, actually. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, I, so, and not, that's what it feels like. So it's like it's like bullshitting in the parking lot before you leave. You know? Right. It's, we, it's fun uh, to listen to. We're, we're bad, man. We'll go flying on a, on a weekday evening when it's nice. And, uh, yo, we'll load the airplanes up 8, 9 o'clock. Man, it'll be 11 o'clock. Next thing we know, and we're like, "Oh no, it's time to go." Well, we'll put it. I'll put it this way: the cops are usually showing up the flying field to see what we're doing, hanging out in the parking lot. Right. <laughs> yeah. People out here at the just know I can no good. Right. They're that's it. Well, <laughs> and I think they know most of us now. So. Oh yeah, most <clears throat> most of and them. And not know. in a negative way either. Right. They're like, "Oh, it's just you guys. All right, I'm just making sure you're not doing donuts on the middle of the field." I'm like, no, it's not us. I hope you catch. Right. I hope you catch those guys. Right. You know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like, our fields out here are a little weird because they're county parks. So, like, one of them is open all the time, the one in Vegas. That one is Bennett Field. It's 24 hours. They're not supposed to be there at night, I guess, but there's, like, homeless people that live over there. It's really weird. But it's a really nice field. Like, it's, like, it's big, it's paved. It's got helicopter areas. It's got control line. It's really nice. But you got to – you'll be flying out there and – Random will just walk out of the bush across the flight line. They're like, uh, what? <laughs> we, we sometimes have random horses that walk across our flight line. Yeah. That's about the most random thing that comes across our flight line. And that's, there's people on them, and they just don't realize that <laughs> what's going what's on. Going on. Our, uh, our flying field is at a lake here in Oklahoma City called Lake Draper. And, of course, at most lakes, you know, I don't know about across the country, but here – you know, all the local lakes have a horseback riding stable that you can go, you know, ride a horse for a couple hours for however much money it is or whatever. Or bring your own. Or bring your own, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of horse parks out here. Just bring well, so, you know, you kind of know what I'm talking about then, but uh, there's a road that is on the back side of our flying field, or I guess the front side of our flying field closest to the runway. There's a road behind it, and that's a it's a horse road. So, you know, those people are sometimes or the horse gets screwed up or you know people get screwed up or whatever it's just life you kind of have to watch out for them those things are pretty so, entertaining do you ever put a tire ever put a tire in some horse shit there? <laughs> like it seems like a, a real concern out there no no i mean it, it's not that bad of a problem it doesn't happen that yeah. often but when it does you just okay. have to be aware of it i've never seen one plant into a horse if no. that's what you're asking that's that's not happening Man. No, no, I meant like no. a horse just wander across the flight line and just drop a deuce and just keep going and someone end up no. taking off. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I've I've never seen one take a shit in a flight line. That's uh, man, we used to fly at uh, 
at an old cow pasture many, many years ago. And uh, I don't ever remember anybody ever hitting a cow. And we flew there for years and years and years. You know, usually if the cow saw one coming, it would move. Yeah, all right. It's so, smarter than people then, is what you're saying. Sometimes. I may or may not have chased some cows with a drone. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say I hadn't buzzed them or nothing, you know, but I usually just left them cows alone. And I may or may not have tried to power loop one. Uh, well, a buddy of mine has some buffaloes on his buffalo bikes or something on his property out here, and he's, he's tried to power loop them. But yeah. <laughs> you, you, you tried to power loop a cow? Yeah, man. It's kind of like uh, you, you fly underneath them, right? And then yeah, do, a, do a loop and then try to fly back underneath them. Super hard to fly out? underneath them, though, because they're trying to run as soon as you're within, like, Right. Well, <laughs> I can't really say because I may or may not have done it. <laughs> video or it didn't happen. That's it. Well, it didn't happen then because there's no video. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, I know lots of things you may or may not have done. Oh, I mean, man. Let's just leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll wait till we're not on air for that one. But, you know... Some of these guys take RC stuff to extreme. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I know. I see it out here. There's a lot of guys like that. There's a guy I, out here named Kim who's, like, amazing at what he does. He's got, like, a... I don't know if it's a Hempel Cub, but it's, like, a 60%. And he, it's, on a tra- it's on a car trailer on the way to the field. Like, it's huge. And he's just right over the runway, you know, two feet off the tail, a foot off the deck, just inverted. Well... It's the same like... A, Enormous. I'm like, holy cow, these guys. I think I mean a little more extreme than that. Does Does anybody out there have a remote-controlled lawnmower? This is our second person that's been on the show that has an RC lawnmower. Is this is just a an... flying one or a regular one? No, 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 no. We mean a working, operating, remote-controlled lawnmower. You know, cuts the grass. That's right, <laughs> you, nobody out there has one? I, I don't. I, I can count two in Oklahoma City within a 20-mile radius. Is that just an Oklahoma yeah, does thing? Drunk Jim count? Cause he runs That's one of them. <laughs> yeah, drunk, drunk Jim is one of them. Well, Drunk Jim got his name because he wasn't always good at what he did. It took some time to, to program that. He still ain't good at what he does. Nah, well, I, I mean, I know. He, he does break. Sure. He does all right. Well, he's either perfect or three foot off. I mean, from what I gather. Well, I mean, you've got, you've got three foot off with the GPS. Right, I mean, exactly. That's so, why he's three foot off. Yeah. He's still drunk. As, as long as he doesn't run in the creek. Well, when, when, when we were at their club meeting, we were talking about he fell off in the creek. That was like preliminary. That was like first iteration kind of stuff. He's really got it dialed in since then. But, yeah, they, they called it Drunk Jim because they'd have to go pull him off of trees. and uh, Which, it's, it's very good that that's a very remote area, you know. <laughs> can, can we get a YouTube channel of a 360 cam on Drunk Jim just streaming? <laughs> Man, how awesome would that be? Maybe. Right? Dedicated videos of people pulling them out of the trees. You know? Right. Michael Wyatt, if you're listening, you're going to have to make that a reality. Right. So. <laughs> oh, I'd watch. I'd subscribe. Yeah. The, <laughs> the reason I mention that is uh, our appearing guest this evening, Don Vogue, he just got through putting together another remote controlled lawnmower, a little smaller. 
Yeah, it's, like, size. it's it's like a, a push mower size. Isn't it like twenty two inch? Uh, uh, that's uh, just uh, twenty inches. Twenty eight inch? Yeah, uh, twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Twenty inch, and it's you. It has uh, uh, wheelchair motors for. Right, right. It got a wheelchair motor on it, so huh. it, it's small enough so it can go under the table at the back of the field. Right. Yeah, on the table. Wow, I seen a video the other day. Did you get Larry to drive it? Right. That's what I want to. <laughs> Did Larry drive it? Yeah, he he. I came out and and I called him and he will fly one time, and then he the the rest of the time he's just mowing the grass with the remote control lawnmower I bring. How did he, <laughs> how did he like that? Was he, he grinning in your ear? Was he pretty happy about it? Yeah, he said, "Man, it's good." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can hear Larry now. Man, I can't I can't wait to be out there and see this in action. Oh, I know. I, I can see Larry posted up posted up against one of the flight tables just driving that lawnmower around. Oh yeah. As precise as it could actually be. Maybe. Dude, I could see it, man. That guy's that man, that guy's the smoothest dude I've ever seen on the stage. Right. Was it you doing the flippy flops on the runway? Uh that's a uh uh, Ryan, other other guy in the back to field, yeah. and I say, uh, can you run to the runway? Look like I'm taking off, and then I record a video. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Remote controlled lawnmower. I know. That's two of them. That's two of them that mow the field. Right in our, in and our operate. Area. Yeah. yeah. And you're working on doing well, some GPS stuff, right? Right. I'm uh, actually uh, uh, message to the. Uh, to, to old Michael White? Yeah, and see uh, uh, what do I need to get the uh, device to get it going. And he sent me the link, and I'm looking into it. Awesome. Yeah. So now he's going to mow Baxter. Right. Uh, electronically. Is that what I'm gathering? Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. boy. What's yeah. Larry going to do now? Oh, uh, man. He, <laughs> he's still mowing. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because every time I came out of field flying, I see him mowing, hand push mowing. Three four hour, every time. So make me. That's another reason I want to make it to kind of help him a little bit. Right. Yeah, right. Sometime. Yeah. Which we have a really good size flying field, and the guy that takes care of that for us is he. He gets out there and push mows it, and not only does he push mow it, but he he is like he wants it to be a certain height, and he's very particular about these things, so he modifies the lawnmower so it can be the exact height that he wants it to be. And Our field is, is perfectly manicured right? 99.9% .9 of the time. Very rarely have I been out there where I'm like, man, nobody's mowed? No, it's never happened. Right, no, it, it, it hadn't. It, and if, if it does happen, it'll be mowed directly. It's just hadn't, right. hadn't made it into its... Yo, schedule yet? Well, he doesn't want ruts or anything, so if it's a little bit wet, you know, he's not mowing. You know, it might get a little tall there, but there's absolutely no ruts, or unless somebody goes up there and does donuts. Well, those yeah. those assholes. But right. I I know we're not the only ones that have that problem. So right, you know, it's just all part of the fun, I guess. But it's uh, it's really cool that you've taken the time to kind of do that and and do all the research. You know, it kind of hurts my heart that you're driving it with Spectrum, but what no, he's not. Oh, is it Fataba? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, Fataba. No. Oh, <laughs> see? see, I was all jacking with him just see? to be fun. Being an asshole. I was. And, dude, you know, I've, man, I don't care what radio you have. I just wanted to say it to be an asshole. Yeah. 
And see, Adam oh. over here flies some Spectrum too, so you're you're getting on him. Oh no, I'm just, I, dude. I own a Spectrum now. I can't be I can't be ragging on Spectrum. Nah, true story, true story. I own them all, and uh, the telemetry on the new Spectrum is pretty cool. I wonder if that'll work with that DX7 I've got. Probably I think not. With, if you can get the airware updates, I think it needs that. Oh. All I know is these little tiny stick and tissue guys I make have battery voltage and uh, working temperature telemetry right to the radio. That's amazing. I think, yeah, I know, right? One and a half grams. Like, so... There's a way to make this four-channel a five-channel. I just have to figure out how to do it. I have to ground a couple things. Uh, so I'm trying to get a hold of the guy to figure that out. The instructions aren't that clear. Um, so I'm gonna, I want to make a full five-channel with flaps uh, stall plane. Yeah, that would be awesome. At, you know, like, ultimately, that's where I want to go, so I need to do some modifications on those uh, to get it that way. But I think it would be fun, tiny little things. Like I said, one and a half grams, built-in speed control, five-channel, and uh, telemetry and everything. Thirty-five bucks. That's how good. much? Thirty-four ninety-nine. Wow. Yeah. That is really inexpensive. Well, I, I'm not trying to make like a killing here. I'm trying to get this into people's hands. I want people flying. I want, I want this stuff to be like to like, to be like. Nitro was in the 90s. When you walk into a store, you can see micros on the shelf. Like, I want, it might be easier to do that now, starting small, than it would be trying to get into those 40, 60, 90 size kits. Like, I have a plan for that in the future. I can probably bring my brother out and be like, hey, we're starting another one, we're building bigger planes. But for now, like, you can find the Spectrum one, you know, the, the, the 2S unit. It comes in the UMX stuff, and it's brushless up to, like, a 10 or 12 amp. It's, like, 70 bucks. It's, like, for no one's going to pay $70 to put that into a stick and tissue plane. Right. Like, and even, like, there are companies that do what I do better than I do. Like, they make way better planes, and they're way better at making, you know, the kits and everything. But, yeah, you scroll down, and it says use parts on electronics, and it says out of stock. That's it's ridiculous. Like, I no. want my own stuff. I'll I start OEMing this stuff once I get the volume to where there'll be branded Adam Sky packaging and everything, but for now they're just plain packaging. I'm yeah. a I'm a full supporter of small business. I mean, I know there's a lot of big business out there in the hobby, but I'm a I am a supporter of small business. You know, uh, I mean, they all started that way. Sig started that way. Brodak started that way. Like any of the ones. It's funny because most of them have somebody's name in their title, you know, like Bob Violet. Like, it's funny that I did that too. I didn't mean to. <laughs> well, I thought it was pretty cool when you launched your site. You know, I went and checked it out, and like you're saying, it doesn't use you know electronics from something else. You you have sourced servos, you have sourced your speed controller, that, you have sourced yeah, I want to do all of that. Every bit of you know, it. I'm trying to go I'm trying to get a battery manufacturer to OEM batteries for me because I would love to have Adam Sky batteries. So I can say, buy this kit. This is all the stuff you need to make it fly. Here it is. You know, it's all right here on the site. You can just click, 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 and get it shipped, and then start building your kit. 
all of it right there. Right. I'm not going to speak for him or anything, but uh, Jason Duran with A-Power Batteries has been very, very cool to us, and I know that he sources and makes his own batteries. That might be a guy you he, hit up. If he makes his own, maybe, yeah, maybe I'll talk to him because these things are tiny, right? So, like, I don't, I, I think they require specialized machinery to wrap them up and make them. I think right. the cells being made, and I, Which I, like I was a, like, oh, really cool, and I reached out to the company, and it's like, I just see... Right, and he's closer to you than he is to me. He's in, uh, I think he's in Arizona. Right. Oh, well, hell, I'll reach out to him for sure. Yeah. i got to reach out to the guy that drew bro, too, because, like, I want to include these wheels, the little one-inch micro-light wheels in the kit. Right. But they cost me five bucks a set. It's like, I do not want to pass that cost down to anybody. So I want to see if I can bring that down. Well, that's, that's one, one of those. One-eighth of the whole kit is just two wheels. Right, yeah, I, I could see that. Which you know, I'm not, I'm not speaking for Jason over there, but that would be my first call to figure out if, yeah, I'll if call he could for do batteries it. for sure. I'll check that out. And like I said, man, he's been very, very helpful to us on stuff, and I, I run his batteries right now, and I have had n- no issues. Awesome equipment. Absolutely. We, uh, yeah, I've been I'll watching his, out. watching his batteries get used here for a couple months now. Oh yeah, and all of them are perfect. And man, you put them on what? Which I don't have a fancy charger like you do, but it checks. Uh, you got one that checks like internal resistance. Right. <laughs> These things are dead on. Right. He hand selects them as right. far as uh, as far uh, as the cells go. As far as the cells go, so they all get resistance the same. You know? Right. Yeah, I mean that's how you get a, a good reputation, like yeah, by you know giving somebody something that is quality, even though they don't know how, what to look for. It's right. Still, well man i think we're kind of coming up on the end here man adam it has been amazing to to sit down and talk with you and uh i want to make sure that everybody knows go ahead and check those show notes i'm gonna have all of adam's information in there for you man check him out on instagram facebook all of that stuff i'll get i'll get all that stuff in the description down there make sure and get his website and stuff in there man support a guy in the hobby right you know he's just like us you know he's he's dipping his toe in the water you know to to try to do something that that's been a dream of his and man if you guys can help support somebody's dream that's that would be an amazing thing it's definitely something we plan on doing i really appreciate everything you know like having me on and everything and like i said there was nobody doing this so i figured i'd jump in there and offer it to other people who might want the same thing Oh, absolutely. Well, you man, did the right thing. Yeah, from what I've seen and uh, just talking to you a little bit that I have, man, I'm, I'm super proud of you. You know, it, it takes a lot to jump out in that leap of faith, man, and you've done it. And that's that's a huge deal. So, uh, one last thing, though, before I go, sure. just so people know, warbirds are coming, and I'm working on twins. So working on I do twins. Want to do, I, yeah, I do want to do multimotor. I do want to do, like, v 25 uh, mosquitoes and maybe like a Cessna 310. I do want to do that stuff. All that stuff's coming. I I have like one a, request. Me, so. I have one request. Okay. An Arrow Commander. <laughs> I will stick and tissue Arrow Commander. Absolutely. I'll be working on that for sure. Like a Bob Hoover edition, of course. Yep. I am so in. Oh, you should call oh, it that's the, a great the, one. The Robert, okay. the Robert so Hoover. The yeah. That's the GA twin. Yep. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I would. Uh, I need two of them immediately. Yeah. <laughs> well, let, let me let me 
work on getting the electronics sorted, then I'll work on designing it. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, we know we know that a lot of that's a tall task, and and R and D and trying to figure out how to make all this work is is definitely uh, an, an undertaking, probably, right. and that's that's probably putting it mildly, but. Man, like I said, make sure and check this guy out. If you can support him, man, bring it on. Help this dude out. He's trying to do something great for the hobby. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm just jacked to see what this is going to be. Oh, I, I bet it goes a long way. I would, I would guarantee it. But, man, like, you know, I'm check our really show notes. So. Yep, check our show notes. You know, I'll have all the information down there. Um, send us a voice message. That's something new that we've got up. Look through yep. there, man. Send us a voice message. We'd love to get you on the show. And... Man, I think that's about it. Like, subscribe. I might have to leave one. I might have to leave a voice message. Yeah, That'd be yeah, great. Yeah, you should, you should do it. <laughs> like, share, subscribe. Yeah, all of that stuff. Ring the bell. No, it's right. like YouTube. I don't know what the hell I'm saying. That's, everybody else says it. I'm just... Yeah. I'm going to be like Trent Palmer over here. Come be my wingman. Yeah. You know? <laughs> all yeah. right. We appreciate you guys. Yeah. Adam, we appreciate you. Don, we appreciate you stopping by this evening. Yeah. You guys and, have a good one. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Thank you